0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Leader of episode Live Stream, episode number 250. Oh! <laughs> Wave your hands in the air like a muppet. It's the 22nd of February, 2020, and you are here with us: Alex Garth on Martian, Brett, heathen Dog, Grissomah. Oh, Hello, hopefully. I hope we. Oh, there it is. <laughs>
1: the power. That's too much! No, turn it off! Turn it off! No, no, no spoilers! All right, no, no spoilers, spoilers. No spoilers. Here we go. No
0: spoilers. <laughs> oh, that music shut off suddenly. I apologize for that. <laughs> Technical, okay. difficulties.
1: Technical difficulties. Hello, everyone. I hope we find you well. And today is a special, special day because Yay! it's our 250- <laughs> cheered. Yay, thanks, Fellaheart. It's our two hundred fiftieth episode.
0: Yes, it is. And
1: uh, we've got we've got jam packed uh, prizes and giveaways and all kinds of good stuff, and we have Heathen Dog's most ambitious uh, endeavor yet to try and get all of Dragon Ball Super in one episode.
0: Is that really spoiler. your most ambitious endeavor, like, ever? Yes. Like, for your life? No, for, for the stream. Okay, that's a little better, because I was worried for you for a second. Yeah. yeah. The Spoiler alert, I did not succeed. Did, did not wait, succeed. wait. On the thing or on life?
1: The thing. All life, right. I'm I'm killing it. Yeah, I'd Frickin say so.
0: Him. I'd say yeah. so, yeah. I, I retired at 31. Come on, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> I'm doing pretty <laughs> good.
0: All right, well, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about today's segment. See, I see the dog was Dragon Ball Super. F number one and two. I guess Dragon Ball, you know, adequate was taken. So it was nope. super. Yep. Had to be super.
1: <laughs> like I said, it's episodes one and two of four. All right, so... We already know what my anime segment's going to be week after next. It's going to be three and four. That's <laughs> it's going to be. So no shocks there.
0: Sherry says you took down your tree. I thought it was going to transition from Valentine's tree to this, yes. Lenten tree this. to Gay Pride Month tree. I lost that fight. I lost the tree <laughs>
1: fight because uh, it was up for so long and on for so long that the light started to die on it. <laughs> I would repair a light. There was another one would go repair, another one would go, and Fair all enough. of the lights started to get that little burny look, like, eh, uh, on, yeah. it's too long, you know. They weren't meant to be on for three months, you know. So yeah,
0: okay, had to take. Yeah, it you time. went through three years worth of light on that. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his bravely says your wife put it in the shredder. Oh, no, no, it's back in the box. And a Garthons comic Red Sonia, Age of Chaos number two, Spider Verse number five, and Batman eighty nine. That was great. Joker. Batman. He was on the tower. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it was great. Where did that come from? That's Batman eighty nine. Oh, okay. The
1: real Batman eighty nine.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty
1: the much. The last Batman eighty nine. Or- the, the, no.
0: the best Batman eighty nine. The best Batman eighty nine. All right. I'm not gonna put. Trust me. It had. Is is Jack Nicholson in Batman Comics issue 89, 2020? No. Probably not. Is Keaton I'm... in Batman 89, 2020? Willing to bet no. The answer is no. Therefore, it is inferior. Yeah, fair enough. But we'll talk more about that later. And in the RNG, we're talking about Dan Didio, who was out at DC Comics. He was. Uh, I can't say forcibly let go, but it was highly suggested he leave before security throw him out. On a Friday, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's right. Michael Keaton yep. is Batman. That's actually funny because they had a there was an interview with Michael Keaton. And I think they heard an interview about the Spider-Man movie. Where he's playing yep. Vulture. And yep. They actually asked him, "What's the think with like all the the current actors playing Batman?" He says, "I don't know, I don't care, because I'm Batman." <laughs> that's a good answer. <laughs> so that was answer he's like why does it bother me I'm Batman It's like everyone else is just punks he did, he, stand-ins. did he did bring a gravitas to the role that others he did because okay I'm going to keep going his turn as Batman was completely unexpected he wasn't this huge muscle bound jock right like he had all these Action guys hero. No. yeah all these guys playing like I'm six foot three and two hundred pounds of muscle I am the Batman I'm Like, no kidding so like, who's that guy running around with the tan line, like, around his face, who's covered in scars and is made of solid muscle? Oh, that rich guy? He couldn't be the Batman. No. You ever seen him and Batman in a room together? Psh. So, yeah. No, but Keaton's like, oh, he's obviously not Batman. Look at that, boss. Yeah, exactly. That's just, anyway. Which works Ultimate very well. cover. Yeah, I think so. Uh, not his turn. He was the best modern Batman. Yeah, I'll take that. Sure. Hmm. All right information today's giveaways we're giving away the deadly tower of monsters it's a sci-fi comedy adventure that's very positive it involves a deadly tower of monsters well that's
1: actually uh maxley streamed this something like two years ago something like a half two years ago and uh what it is is you're you're playing through a game and the game is actually uh, DVD behind-the-scenes footage, and as you're playing, you get audio commentary from the actors and director and producer, and it's all it, it's all like, oh yeah, we we had to put this together with with duct tape and glue, and I'm surprised it didn't fall apart and so it's So it's it's all comedic like that, and it's it's set in a 1950s sci-fi
0: movie, you know, so it was pretty it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, and Dragon Ball Fighters. Is it Fighter Z or Fighters? I think it's Fighter Z. Sure, why not? Is the anime fighting actually with very positive reviews? If you like Dragon Ball and incredibly long combos, you will like Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Fighter Z. Fighter Z? If you're Canadian, yeah. Hong Kong Fighter Z. I don't know, (laughs) but there it is. Do you know there's a One Punch Man fighting game coming out? I did not know that. There is a One Punch Man fighting game coming out. Outstanding. The question is, how do you have a fighting game with Saitama in it? Because he comes up, and uh, he punches you once, and you die. Yeah, yeah. You have
1: to be ancillary
0: characters. Yeah, you have to be basically you're character. all the ancillary characters, all the, those guys, yep. and you choose teams of three. And if you choose Saitama to be in your team, he has to come in last, and basically your other characters have to live long enough for him to show up. Uh, basically it's like a time go. limit so basically you're fighting with two people and if you last long enough against the other team saitama will show up and then just ask the i win button because he basically can't take damage and basically on his once. yeah i don't know if that's going to be fun like that but it it's true yeah it it's mainly meant i'm guessing for like one player games or if you're playing against a friend it's like uh, give your little brother saitama you know, it's like but then like you whoop his other two characters before saitama shows up You win. You only got to beat two characters. Yeah, Sheriff's is showing it. uh, One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows. There you go. It actually looks really interesting because they actually dealt with the question, how do you put Saitama in a fighting game and not have him be completely overpowered? The answer is he's completely overpowered. Yeah. You just... You have to wait like five minutes for him to show up and if the other two dudes bite it by then, you lose. You You only had two dudes. If he shows up, well, you're going to win. The other guy better get you out in ten minutes. Anyway, or however the (laughs) limit is. Okay. Streamy schedule! Which is approved by Saitama, so I have heard. We Hmm. added more opie. He is in. Boom. Speaking of which, you didn't review Sekirei. No, I didn't. (laughs) I don't see why you wouldn't want to watch it. Opie harem anime? Come on. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds right up my alley. Says he the dog. (laughs) <laughs> hey, Duncan. All right, Sunday, 9 p.m., Lunar Silver Star toy with Garthon. It's getting good where we just led the Prince of Evil to the dragon. It didn't go well for humanity, obviously. But the main hero did learn a lesson that he was stupid. <laughs> hey, that's, that's at great. least he seemed like he learned. You know, most heroes go, oh, it's like, wow, I shouldn't have trusted him. Were the glowing red eyes a giveaway? Was the glowing red eyes his contempt for all other people? Was that it? Was that? Anyway, maybe that was it. (laughs) Nash's revenge. Nash, it actually pretty good. Because good is dumb. Monday, 10 a.m., seven days to die. 8 p.m. is dead by daylight on Monday. Garthas not there for that one.
1: No, got something about. But uh, on Seven Days to Die, what I've done is I've increased the difficulty of the game to maximum. I've increased the number of spawn zombies by fifty percent, and uh, Sherris and I are both dying quite a bit now. Awesome. Yeah. So, like, well, Baldahar
0: and Max I like it. Yes. Yes. 10 a.m. Yeah, Sheriffs, again on Wednesday. Again, Seven Days to Die. Thursday, 8:30 p.m. Garth and Healer are teaming up in Dead by Daylight. Uh, because the Empyrean PvP wars ended with Garth on a heathen dog, the clear and unmitigated victors. It was so far ahead, it was like clubbing children. It was. It, it, was, was... it was. Baby
1: seals, you know. It was It was. was, it was sad. It was, it was sad. sad. I mean, Sheriff if, says true. It is. Yeah. yeah also true.
0: Yeah. They did make a, an amazing fortification of their base on the PvE planet where we could not hurt them.
1: Yes, they did a great They're... job defending defending themselves against a place we couldn't attack them.
0: Very impressive, though. It was great. Awesome fortifications. Baby koalas on craft. <laughs> Alright, and Friday, ten a.m. Seven days to die. Heathen the dog. Saturday, eight p.m. Central. Legion with live stream. That's where all the cool kids go for all the cool kids stuff, anime, comics, games. And then on Legion with two, the deuce, deuce, deuce. Yeah. Wednesday, noon, Max Leo. And Friday at noon, Max was playing Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky, going through that game, having a good time. Uh, swatched was beaten up by a bunch of ninja chicks, and that was pretty cool. Except, apart from the fact that he got beaten up. But he took it like a champ. Thursday, 11 a.m., Noro and Max team up in Portal Knights for special bearish therapy, where people encourage Noro to knock Max off of high places. Because they are mean, but it is funny. Also true. Also, so watch that on with 2. Digging holes in the void. Twitch, YouTube, social media, twitch.tv slash Myth is the primary channel. Anime, comics, game reviews, the Dogs, team-ups, Garthage, retro games. Leashman 2 is the deuce. The second channel Max Lee is your JRPG, where he's playing JRPGs all year. Nora's variety streams, and every thousand bits he gets is a game giveaway. So, donate generously. Win prizes. YouTube. Look for YouTube.com Myth for individual Legion of Myth weekly live streaming segments that have been highlighted in video game streams. Recorded tales of RPG videos, unboxing, things like that. Twitter, tweet at Legion of Myth, video game and live stream announcements, updates, things like that. Discord, join our Discord. Chat with us, be the first to know stuff. We always put stuff there, good conversations. Have some fun channels to hang out with us there at Discord. And we're trying to get 1,500 subscribers. Help us out, subscribe and share. Sharing is caring. All the Legion's gear, shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. We'd like to thank very much all of our patrons, our Twitch sponsors, thank you so much. Gary M, Brian H. Sharers, thanks a lot, we really appreciate it. Zahn, number one cheers, thank you so much. And Gift Subs, thank you so much. Zahn is a hero. Uh Jamie Jen, Sean Butts, thank you a lot. We really do appreciate you guys. It's your contributions that keep the spigot open. So all of my brain information can leak out into your ear holes. Don't clean it out. That's gold, people. You have only yourself to blame. Half-star, horrible. Last time we rate things. If half-star, sucks. It's crap. As the old Shot life bit, I'm old enough to think you're still funny, would say. It is funny. Remember Wait, when I'm My- old too. Damn it. Remember <laughs> when Mike Myers was funny? I do. <sighs> remember berries. They're good. Yeah, that okay. was good. It was It's for the transition point. I could point to the transition point. Which is? The exact moment it happened mm-hmm. where he stopped being funny. Yes. It happened in the, the instant the second Austin Powers film happened. That was it? That's it. Hmm. Yep. The okay. instant. That's what about halfway through that film. There's a point you could point at and say, oh, he stopped being funny right here. Right there. Because after that Phil the rest like, oh, yeah, it's still kind of funny. It's kind of referential. And everything after that, love guru, everything. Mm, that was bad. Cat yeah, in the hat. Awful. Gold member. All of yeah. it. Yeah. Crap. Yep. Thank you. I'll get behind that. That is unmitigated truth, my friends. Oh, man, Mike Myers just unsubscribed. Damn. Damn it, Mike.
1: Can't, uh, can't,
0: you know, used to be funny. I think he's still, in, I think it's still in him. The Grinch, that wasn't Mike Myers, oh. but also not good. That, uh, yeah, it, it was uh, what Jim Carrey, right? Jim Carrey. Yeah, some people like good. that film. Yeah. You know? Whatever. Some people like to put nails through their arms mm-hmm. and talk about how the mm-hmm. beast within. That's when he hit puberty. <laughs> he, <laughs> he hit comedy puberty that moment was no longer funny. There you go. There it is. So I'm married to Axe Murder. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, For, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. Disclaimer. Full screen. Go for it. Yeah, I'll assault Mike Myers, someone with more success and money than me. I don't care. All right. The opinions and commentary expressed in this episode belong solely to the individual commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, this content is not targeted towards children under the age of 13 and may include the occasional use of foul or offensive language. Your favorite movie sucks. Thank you for understanding and continued viewership. That was good. You offended like a thousand people with just just that. I think your favorite band sucks is a better insult, though.
1: Oh, five thousand. <laughs> oh, geez.
0: Oh, I feel I feel the pain. See, I didn't come up oh. with that one. The Onion actually sold a shirt that said "Your favorite band sucks." Huh. I never bought it. I thought about though. You should. I should have. Oh, this, this was fifteen years ago though. Follower
1: giveaway. That's right. If you are new to this channel, go ahead and hit the follow button, and then you'll be able to jump in on this
0: giveaway, which has started right now, right this moment. If you're watching it live, it is time for a giveaway where we give away a game. We give away Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Falcons Lanterns in. Uh, awesome. Raven's Lair, you got to
1: type it again. You got to type it again, Ravens Lair. You were a little early. Ravens Lair was too early, <laughs> bo- too fast. The too bot fast. hadn't started yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Faster than the bot. Raven's Larry has the power. Hey, Falconslayer, in for a subscription, too. That's good. Well, thanks, Falconslayer. Always good seeing you here. Pats suck. Dicks suck.
1: Paul DeHard just decided to... And it worked. Wow. Yeah, okay.
0: nice. You put that space in there. Well, if we are my family, You're friendly here. the teams have long since burned away the core of our humanity and lets us sobbing in the rain like Batman. Oh, God. God. We no longer (laughs) understand human emotion or concerns. Nice. (sighs) I like how they gave Tom King his own Batman series so they could, like, kind of push him in the corner and say, Yeah, you still have Batman, Tom King. You still have Batman. Just just go over there. Do you know that Dan Didio had a policy where characters couldn't get married? No. Yeah, he did. Huh. Okay. Yep, it wasn't just... Basically, because they're actually, I saw a few articles about that. We'll talk about that later. Ooh, foreshadowing. Ooh. All right, while we everyone, exclamation point, fighter Zed. Yeah, I'm going to keep saying Zed. I know you are. In a world of iniquity, only one man is willing to call the baby ugly. Heathen dogs, anime on the street. Hello everyone, I hope we find you well, and today is a
1: special day. Today is my most ambitious anime review yet. Now normally, if you look back at all of our content on YouTube, which I hope you do, like, share, subscribe, please, uh, you will find out that I usually go through the first three, maybe four episodes of an anime so as not to spoil it for you so you can decide whether you want to watch or not. But there's been rumors and hints and such like that of a new DBS movie in 2020 and maybe even a continuation of the anime series this year so i decided you know what i'm going to try and do all of dragon ball super in one episode guess what that did not work not even close it was a daunting task my eyes were bigger than my stomach and i couldn't do it but what i can do is give you the next best thing
0: half yes (laughs)
1: Best <laughs> thing is half. So let's look at what we're talking about. This is Dragon Ball Super part one All right now the idea of Dragon Ball Super is after Dragon Ball Z, which you really should watch or know about if you're going to truly understand this I can't I can't explain everything in this in the short amount of time But it follows the, the events of Dragon Ball Z uh, a couple years later. It's a uh, it's peaceful time And then, of course, Peaceful Time is rocked by the emergence of the God of Destruction. And after that, it all goes downhill for for the... Well, downhill, uphill, it, it it all gets weird for the Z fighters and, of course, for the people of Earth. Now, let's go to the credits. Now, Toy Animation, obviously, they're the studio in this one. And this is the return of Akira Toriyama, who hasn't been at the helm of Dragon Ball since the end of Dragon Ball Z. And you can tell because Dragon Ball GT sucked. All of this stuff was bad, and this is not. Toriyama I, is the is the magic sauce.
0: I know Heath the dog's telling the truth, because I read online that Dragon Ball GT sucked.
1: You should have read from me that Dragon Ball GT sucks, because I think it I was her, online. Right? You might have been. Okay it, was, uh, okay, it was also for me. But uh, this, uh, this first run went from July 5th, 2015 to March 25th, 2018. So this is a couple years here. This is few years, uh, for 131 episodes, and you can watch it all in its entirety right now on Crunchyroll.
0: Shares agrees, it did suck. That's good.
1: All right, so let's go and start. Episode number one of four. This is going to cover the God of Destruction Beerus saga and the Golden Frieza saga. All right, let's start with the God of Who Destruction Beerus these? saga. Who names these? This is a translation, all right? I didn't name it, Japanese named it. Alright, now what I'm going to do... They could a
0: God of Destruction or something.
1: What so. I'm going to do for all these sagas is I'm going to introduce by telling you the important characters that are new to the series for this saga. And then continue on to the general overview. So the important
0: a, characters... Is that a Sphinx cat with psychic powers?
1: A Sphinx cat with uh, unbelievable God powers. Good enough. Yes. Uh, he is Beerus, the God of Destruction. Uh, there is one god of destruction for the entire universe. Well,
0: the, god of
1: jo- the god of destruction's job is to destroy planets, which is required for the uh, rebirth of new planets. You know, you have to kind of like get the weeds out, so other real you know flowers can grow. And so that's Beerus' job. Now, uh, Weiss is his angelic attendant. Now he he's sort of introduced like a butler. To Beerus, like, following his commands and stuff like that. Uh, he also is apparently a martial arts instructor. But he doesn't take a whole lot of guff from Beerus. And sometimes Beerus seems a little, I don't know, afraid of Whis? Hmm. But uh, that doesn't really get explained until much later in the series. So I'll save it for that. So let's start off. The main events. Starts off with Beerus wakes from a dream. He's been asleep for 39 years. He's a cat God, so he sleeps a lot, right? He dreamt of a Super Saiyan God. Now, he didn't know it was a Super Saiyan God, yet he kind of didn't remember all of his dreams. So he starts going around the universe, gathering hints and clues, trying to figure out what he really dreamt about. And then he finally does that. It's a Super Saiyan God. It's like, well, where's all the Saiyans? And all the Saiyans are on Earth, right? So he he heads toward the first Super Saiyan he can sense. Which is Goku. Goku right now is on King Kai's planet. All right. Training. He's training. So he arrives on King Kai's planet. And uh, Beerus says, I'm looking for a Saiyan. And Goku says, oh, I'm here. How you doing? And, uh, oh, I'm, I'm looking for a Super Saiyan God. He's like, well, I don't know about that. But they then Beerus says, okay, well, fight me. We'll see what's up. So Goku tries to fight him. Tries to fight his base form. Can't land a punch. Goes to Super Saiyan. Can't land a punch. Goes to Super Saiyan 2. Can't land a... Super Saiyan 3, which is pictured in the middle, couldn't land a punch. He gets hit twice by Beerus. One flick to the forehead and one chop to the neck, and Goku is out. I'm not talking like unconscious, whatever. I'm talking seriously hurt. Dang. Gone. Yeah, exactly. So so Beerus is like, well, that was freaking disappointing. Where are all the other Saiyans? And Whis is like, well, they got to be on Earth. All right, take me there. So they're headed toward Earth. This is bad. Goku is out.
0: Yeah, especially in Kai... Super Saiyan
1: 3. That's yeah, crazy. Two hits out. So King Kai uses his telepathy to tell Vegito what the what the hell is going on. That listen, there's a there's the god of destruction headed toward Earth. If you piss him off, the earth will die. Nothing you can do can stop that. Nothing. Do not piss him off, Vegeta. It's your job to not escalate the situation. And telling Vegeta this is like, I'm thinking like, oh my God, Vegeta's captain of escalating the situation. Yeah, he's a much. giant D-bag, right? But, you know, he understands the score, and, it, and as soon as Beerus shows up, he knows he's in trouble because he cannot sense Beerus's power level at all. Nothing. He's blank. Now, the reason for that is because uh, mortals cannot sense the power level of true gods. So, uh, he's just not on that level. And so Vegeta's like, okay, well then, we'll just go ahead and try and keep him calm, keep him cool. And he's doing a pretty good job. You know, he's being un like Kind of like a little, you know, obsequious little little worm trying to keep Beerus from killing the planet. Until... We go to our next slide. Bulma ruins everything. Bulma gets angry at Beerus for being disrespectful and obnoxious and rude and starts yelling at him. Vegeta is oh, "Bulma, shut up." "Bulma, shut up." But but she's going on and on and Beerus gets tired of it and tunes her up a little. Vegeta loses his mind and that is our first clip so go ahead and play this clip when Vegeta snaps and I'm going to talk about
0: it it takes a long time to do it But he really takes some pleasure in doing it yeah it's not good Was kind of freaking out. Kinda, yeah. And kind of freaking out a little bit. It's like he slapped him. It's like he felt it psychically. Oh, those are some Bermuda hands right there. He's mad. Yeah.
1: Okay. Get him. So, here, here is here's here's my deal. Of what happened? The one thing that will make Vegeta do the Dumb thing. Vegeta is an excellent tactical thinker and fighter. He is. He understands the score almost immediately. But when his pride is on the line, he loses his mind and does stupid things. Hitting his wife is the same thing as trampling on his pride. It doesn't matter that his wife says he's not protecting his woman, he's protecting his pride. Oh, that's uncheered. He loses it. That's how he is. That's how Vegeta is. All right? He's alpha. That's how. That's it. So he attacks Beerus with more power than he's ever had in his life, fueled by his anger, and it does nothing. He loses badly. Badly. And at this moment is when Goku arrives. Literally. Calming down Beerus by saying, hey, because he's recovered and uses his instant transmission technique to teleport to Earth. And he says, hey, wait, wait, wait. Before you destroy the Earth, wait wait a second. We don't know where the Super Saiyan God is or how to summon it. So how about we gather our Dragon Balls, we ask Shenron, the Eternal Dragon, he'll grant us the wish to know how to do it and then we'll know and we'll do it for you. And Beerus is like, okay. So they summon Shenron. Shenron takes one look at Beerus and gets all twitchy. <laughs> the eternal dragon is afraid of, of this dude. So like, okay. Uh, then he answers their question and to summon the super Saiyan God, we go to the next slide. And we see that you have to have at least five Saiyans pour their power into a sixth Saiyan. And the sixth Saiyan will ascend to become a super Saiyan God. The only problem is they only have five Saiyans total. But this is when Videl, Gohan's wife, says, wait a minute, I, w- I was going to tell everyone at this party before Beerus came in and ruined it, uh, I'm pregnant.
0: Oh, so well, she gets, that's convenient. She,
1: yeah, She gets in the circle, and her fetus counts as the sixth Saiyan, and boom, he ascends to a Super Saiyan god, which is the uh, picture below me. As you can see, he's got the red hair, which is a completely different transformation. And no one can sense his power level anymore, except for Beerus and Whis. So he has truly ascended to godhood. Because now he's doing mega damage. Yes, he, yeah, he's doing mega damage. Now, yes, he is a mortal <laughs> god. He is a mortal god. Not an immortal god. A mortal god. So, Goku and Beerus fight. And this thing is bananas. First, they they try to go up in the air, but still too close. So they go in the upper atmosphere. And their their strikes are actually bending the fabric of reality. So much so that all of the Kai's, which are the the lower level deities... They're not really immortal, but they live a super long time. They're like, okay, well, if that happens two or three more times, the whole universe is screwed. It's all going to fall apart and we're all going to die. But that doesn't happen because Goku, while they were fighting, had uh, figured out a way to counter Beerus's blows exactly to nullify the the reverberation effect. Kind of like a, a counter harmonic type thing. So that that was, that was pretty cool. But Goku ends up losing the fight. But Beerus saw so much potential in him that when he went to go through with his promise of if you lose the fight I'll destroy the earth, he fakes falling asleep. And we says, "Oh, well, he didn't actually prepare beforehand. He's been sleeping for 39 years. He must have drained his energy." And he leaves. And that's the end of the God of Destruction Beerus saga. 4 stars. <laughs> I give it stars at the end. Oh, sorry. All right. And then that opens up us to the Golden Frieza saga, which is the next slide. Now, the important characters in this thing, obviously, is Frieza.
0: Is is he standing on his
1: hands? No, but he he has uh, prehensile hands. Oh, fair. And tail. So, Frieza, uh, he was killed by Trunks in Dragon Ball Z. Isn't Trunks a kid? This was future Trunks. Fair Uh, enough. Trunks came back in time. And killed Frieza, chopped up with the little, little tiny pieces, and then obliterated the pieces. And first he was sent to hell. Because that's where bad guys go, right? Well, he was causing so much trouble in hell that hell decided, you know what? You know what would really piss him off?
0: I'm with Let's you. Al-Dar. Send
1: him to heaven. Trap him there. And make him make him watch like fairies and, and unicorns and stuff dance around, sing songs at him all day. And that worked because he freaking hated it. Wouldn't it that tortured. bother
0: everyone else? Like oh I'm finally in heaven so keeps blowing stuff up like yelling you know, like, damn fairies, you know. I'm sure there are certain levels of heaven. Maybe they just put Maybe him just... far away from everyone else. Heaven's an infinite plane; they could put him far away from everyone else. Yeah, there you go. So
1: let's go on to the next slide. So Frieza is resurrected. Uh, uh, his minion. Uh, the the person left in charge of his empire, which has fallen into great disrepair, snuck to Earth, got all the Dragon Balls, and wished him back to life. The only problem was he was wished wish back to life in little pieces, still alive, but little pieces. So they had to glue him back together and put him in a a regeneration pod. It'll take him four months to recuperate.
0: It probably made him happier than being where he was, though. That that's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. Like, now, yes,
1: I'm in pieces. Excellent. During this time. Uh, Vegeta starts God training. He actually convinces Whis to train him to get stronger, or you know, as strong or stronger than Beerus, to to surpass him and Goku. Hmm. And he starts doing that. Uh, Goku butts in, fig- figures out what what Vegeta has done, gets worms himself into training as well. So now Whis is training them both. All right, And that's what happens over the four months, uh, in, in, while uh, Frieza is in the regeneration pot. Now. After this four months, Frieza gets out of the generation pod and decides, you know what? It's time to go get my vengeance on. So he heads to Earth looking for Goku because even though Trunks is the one that really killed him, his first great defeat was at the hands of the very first Super Saiyan, Goku. And that really sticks to him. So he wants to kill Goku. I mean, killing Trunks is fine. I'll take it. He'll get to there. But uh, yeah, we'll get there. But uh, Goku is number one on my crap list. So... Uh, he heads to earth and, uh, Goku's not there, but all the Z fighters are there. And like, this is just Frieza. I mean, almost any of the Z fighters can beat Frieza now. I mean, he's been dead since like halfway through Dragon Ball Z. We've all like quadrupled or, or, you know, gone by a multiplier 10 our power level since then. So he's nothing. Well, now while he was in heaven, cooped up, trapped, not able to move but surrounded by pixies and unicorns dancing and singing. He learned how to meditate real hard, right? <laughs> Just to get himself out of that situation. And during, and during this time, he spent these, these years, uh, kind of like visual training, like visualizing training that they, they, they uh, teach it for uh, basketball players where you visualize yourself making, making free throws. And it's almost as effective. as actually practicing free throws all day. That's basically what he had did while he was trapped. He trained himself in different techniques and stuff like that in his mind. And it worked. He ran ramp, just ran through the Z fighters like
0: it was nothing. Well, that's all he had to do. He didn't have to take time to eat or anything. Just could meditate all day.
1: Yeah, he's dead. Didn't have to eat. Didn't have to sleep. This is it. All right. He beat all the Z fighters. They're all beaten and broken except Piccolo. Piccolo died. All right. Now he's about to kill Gohan when when, uh, finally. Uh, Goku senses all of this happening because they're far away on Beerus' homeworld, which is like the far furthest part of the universe. So he finally senses all this, grabs, grabs Vegeta, and uses instant transmission to transmit back to Earth, and he saves his son from being murdered. And yay, team, We go to the next slide. And Frieza's got beef. This is this is true. He blames Goku for all his troubles. I told you that. Now he and Goku fight. Frieza turns into his golden Frieza form, which is is a next transformation that he developed in the afterlife. It significantly advances his power, which was already significantly advanced from his mental training, and uh, Goku cannot keep up until he demonstrates his new technique that he learned in training with Whis, Super Saiyan Blue. Now, originally, this was Super Saiyan God... That surpasses Super Saiyan something. It was like a real long thing, but in the translation they brought it down to just Super Saiyan Blue. Alright, now I've got the clip of him his very first transformation going right now. So go ahead and hit
0: it. I hope he's yelling a lot. It's not Dragon Ball's unless he's yelling a lot. True. Sure. Need a Super Saiyan flow chart. Yeah, no kidding. They exist, Duncan. I've seen them. Oh, it's like a magical girl transformation. Yeah. Except with less spinning.
1: And uh, there's no, like, pose at the end of has
0: He just an angry man pose.
1: Yep. Angry. That's right. So, that was Super Saiyan Blue, and then they fight some more. All right? Now, Frieza, at this point, is still stronger than Goku. He starts beating Goku, but Frieza made a big mistake. Goku realizes it when Vegeta's like, you idiot, I'm going to jump in and finish this. And Goku says, no, 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 Frieza screwed up. I'll be winning in just a minute. Frieza's like, what? I'm wiping the floor with you. What are you talking about? The big mistake was he came at us. he, He came at Earth right when he got this golden Frieza form. The problem is he doesn't have the stamina to keep it up. He ran out of juice so fast that the form is not useful in battle. So, minutes later, Golden Frieza is now on the ground. Super Saiyan Blue Goku is above him. And even though technically he was stronger, he just doesn't have anything left in his tank. And it's over. And Goku untransforms and goes to walk away saying, You're nothing. Get out of here. Frieza sh- uh, uh, fr- Frieza's minion shoots him in the back with a laser when he wasn't looking. And gives him a mortal wound. So uh Vegeta jumps in, kicks Goku to, to the side, and says, dial, I'm gonna stop this. Kills, kills Frieza's minion, and goes to kill Frieza. Frieza instead of dying decides he's gonna take everyone with him and blows up the earth.
0: Well, that's yeah. uh that's unfortunate. Hey, what no, else? Good yeah. to see hey, what else? Thank you. And that's where the blows whole up. series ends. That's where the whole series ends, <laughs> except
1: there's an angel on your side. Whis protected everyone near him because Beerus was near him, and uh, Goku, uh, Gohan, Krillin, Tien, and several other Z Fighters were also near them. So they are protected in this little protection bubble, and they're looking at the remnants of Earth just floating around them. And we says, uh, "I could, I could rewind time." I mean, you know what
0: now? Well, that comes in handy.
1: I can rewind time. Yeah, I can do it. Uh, I can rewind time three minutes, but okay. I can only do it
0: once. Well, do it quick.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I can give you a chance to make up for your stupid mistake of turning your back on a on an obvious, obviously uh, strong villain. Goku says, "Yes, please do." So they rewind time. Only the people inside the bubble remember the future. So, so Vegeta, who's outside the bubble at this point, ready to kill Frieza, doesn't know what's happening. So. Goku jumps in, goes full power, and attacks Frieza with a with a surprise attack, killing him before he can set off a chain reaction that destroys the Earth. So Goku fixes his mistake, the Earth is saved, and that's the end of the Golden Frieza saga.
0: Pretty hardcore for Goku.
1: Yes, pretty hardcore for Goku. Now, for those of you watching on YouTube, next time, in episode number two, I'm going to go through the Universe 6 saga, the Universe 6 God of Destruction. Now, we live in Universe 7, where this animes in universe seven uh wants uh they they want our earth so they have a universe tournament universe six versus universe seven and after that we do the copy vegeta saga vegeta gets cloned and the clone hates everyone especially goku
0: that's not very different than normal vegeta
1: yeah except this one's evil vegeta
0: more evil vegeta well vegeta more, you well, know gets good. he's not evil
1: anymore yeah. he's he's gruff he's not evil anymore. okay <clears> so what are your thoughts? What'd you think of this anime review segment? What are your thoughts on Beerus? Beerus uh, introducing a God of Destruction really is the main, main new character that sets off this entire anime. All of Dragon Ball Super is hinged on Beerus, the God of Destruction. So what are your thoughts on that? Could it have been somebody else? Could they have done it another way? Do you like Beerus? Do you not? Uh, is there any, any anime you'd like to review after I finish DBS? Go ahead and throw it in uh, Twitter, Discord, throw in the comments below. And if you like these reviews, you want more of them, be sure to like, share with your friends, subscribe. That'd be awesome. And uh, yeah. And you go ahead and... uh, What's the phrase?
0: Be a legionnaire. Yeah. All
1: right. Before we continue, I'm going to go over the chat. All this chat that I missed. I saw it happening, but I was never going to get through it. Oh my god! I gotta rewind a whole lot.
0: Well, if you could turn back time. time. If I could turn back time. It's too easy. It's too easy. I know. Okay. I had to restrain myself from from the joke earlier. Oh, hey, it's on. Thank you. If right. I could find my way. Okay. Duncanado says
1: Dragon Ball if Journey to the West met WrestleMania. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Uh, Toriyama apparently liked GT more than Garthon. Oh. Uh, I don't know why anyone would like GT. That's awful. That's an awful thing to say.
0: Well, I do remember when I was reading about Dragon Ball GT months of, ago, that he actually didn't say anything. A lot of people say it's like the worst thing ever. But he was always like, it's not bad. Yeah, he didn't say he loved it. It was like, he didn't defend him in any way.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, um, Marhagman says, Beerus is a guy who can punch planets to rubble, so he has to be super careful not to pulverize her. No, like I said, he just wanted to tune her up a little. That's all.
0: Even then if you like if you feel like your normal flicks you know could break Goku you gotta be careful with your little exactly that's can. why it was so slow right well, that's true that's why you had to come up and prepare and yeah Meditate. You had to like okay 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 and then hold it okay. back that's 000001
1: percent God <laughs> okay there you go and uh uh to do this Videl' is preggers. that's exactly right she was Jesus Preggers and that, that uh, you, oh you like how her hair went gold yeah I thought it was a pretty I thought it was, it was a pretty cool effect too. Uh, uh says Frieza had his own domain Apparently, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He was the only one there in this beautiful, idyllic landscape with unicorns and fairies happy and unicorns
0: stuff. and fairies. And yeah, I want to share today. Don't you love hole? I do love handle. Yay! Oh, kill me.
1: <laughs> Pretty much that. Yeah, I want to see Heathen Dog review Kefla. I will. It'll be. It'll be in two weeks when I get the other half. Oh. All right, Cher says, so it's not good. GT, no, it's not good at all. It's not good at all. Don't watch it uh, unless you want to watch a grown-up trunks in boy shorts. That was the best part of it.
0: (laughs) (sighs) That's creepy when you say that's the best part.
1: Yeah, I mean, think of like a a, a British child prince. They have to wear shorts until they're eight. Those shorts on a grown man.
0: Well, the guitarist for D. C. did that. He was cool. Only because he, he was in a band. <laughs> Only because he was the guitarist for AC/DC. He gets exactly. a pass. It was yeah. it Angus Young. Was that his name? He gets a I pass. Think so no yeah. one else does. I
1: mean, I mean, look, there are a lot of of singers and guitarists and bassists, even drummers, in bands that are ugly as hell, but get
0: any well, girl they want. Well, yeah. Only because they're in the band. Well, that's that's why you join a band. Yes. I actually saw. Gosh, when they put out the history of rock and roll on PBS, uh, Ken Burns, I think, did it years and years and years ago. Yep. Uh, they were talking to some old 60s burnt-out rock and roller who was super popular at the time. And I remember, I wish I could remember who it was. He was in some mega big band, but he was like the guitarist or something. He's like, there are three reasons you get into rock and roll. If anyone tells you he got into rock and roll for the art, they're lying. Well, he yep. said effing lying. You get into rock and roll for three reasons. Money, fame, mm-hmm. and sex. Now they're not all equally important. Whichever nope. was most important to you, that might. Be, but the other two are there. Those are the only reasons: artistic integrity, making a difference. Bullshit. Those are the three. If you didn't want to do that, you wouldn't be in a rock and roll band. You'd be playing the frickin' viola. There you go. So yeah, that's why you join a rock and roll band, kids. The For- more you know. That's why I need the more you know graphic. Dun 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 dun. Alright, you ready for part two? <clears throat> the vampires of consciousness seek to destroy your soul. One man has garlic of the mind for all his minions. Heathen Dogs, anime on the stream.
1: Hello everyone, I hope we find you well. Today is another special day. This is going to be the second part of my part one of Dragon Ball... You know what, this is... I'm just gonna get to it okay As you want, you should all know dragon ball super uh follows the adventures of goku and his friends after defeating majin buu Th- this is a couple years after dragon ball z and the trouble starts off again when the god of destruction beerus wakes up from his sleep and has a dream about a super saiyan god he goes searching for the super saiyan god and of course tracks down all the existing saiyans in the universe fights them until he finds it guess what he did but then he, for some reason, became
0: an ally, I guess.
1: Anyway, we'll get into that. He respected Let's see, his uh,
0: fighting spirit.
1: There you go. Let's look at the credits of this thing. Of course, uh, toy animation. And uh, the Akira Toriyama is back as chief writer. Yeah. Again, I will say again, this is why this is good. Uh, the first run, July 5th, 2015 to March 25th, 2018. And the reason I'm doing this is because uh, there's been rumors and hints and clues that in 2020, not only will there most likely be a dbs movie coming out but there may may be continuation of the dbs anime which is awesome uh the current dbs anime is 131 episodes and you can watch them all and it's in their entirety on crunchyroll right now well not right now because i want you to stay here for a second because this is episode two of four the universe six saga and the copy vegeta saga First, let's go to the Universe 6 saga. Now, like I said, the way I do this is I will give you the important characters that are given in each saga, explain them a little bit, and then go to a high-level overview. So the important characters here are Champa, God of Destruction. He's from Universe 6. There's only one God of Destruction per Universe, so the introduction of this one means that he's from another Universe, and he is. He's from the sister Universe, Universe 7, which is Universe 6. And he brings into his angelic attendant, Vados. Now, he's same as Whis. He, is, uh, he's, he? seems like a... Uh, that's a she. I, I don't know why okay. I put he. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't put he or she in there. But th- this is a she. Yes. This, he's actually... The she... I keep saying he. She it, is it's, actually... It's anime. Uh, it
0: could have been either. I wasn't sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is actually uh, Weiss's sister, I think. Anyway. Uh, also, important character introduced in the saga is Hit. Hit is the most successful assassin from Universe 6. And by most successful, I mean he's never, ever... Ever failed, ever, ever, and of course, at the end of the saga, we get the brief introduction of Zeno, the Omni King. Zeno is the supreme ruler of all universes. Sure, why not? All of them. There are thirteen. All of them. He is in. He is the top dog. There is no one above him. There's nothing above him. This there is, is it. None higher. There is none higher. All right. So, knowing all the main characters, let's go on to the main events now. After the uh, uh, the Frieza saga, Goku and Vegeta continue their training with Whis. Because why not? All right, yeah, it's because they do. You know, Frieza got pretty strong. Yeah, Frieza got pretty strong. So we got to get even stronger than that. Plus, we're definitely not as strong as Beerus yet. So we got to keep training. So they do. They go on. Uh, they, they go to Beerus's planet, which is on the edge of the universe, and they start train, train, train. Now, during this time, Champa arrives in this universe. All right, he heads toward. Uh, Beerus's planet to say hi uh, They really don't like each other for some reason It's not really because Maybe it's because God of Destructions can't like each other But uh, Beerus comes And and uh, sh- and He has the most delicious Egg from his universe The most delicious egg ever And Let everyone try it And he's like huh, you're all going to say oh my god I really want this egg and everyone tries it And Goku and Vegeta are like hey Does this taste like a regular egg to you you're like, yeah, yeah, it does. This is just an egg. And so beers is his counters. Really? Well, I've been to a place called Earth and uh I got these instant cup ramen. <laughs> Here, try this instant cup ramen. Add hot water, wait three minutes, eat. Champa is floored.
0: Well, what universe He's could create floored. something even close to that?
1: exactly he doesn't he doesn't get it his mind is blown what the hell apparently earth has the greatest food in the universe and apparently in two universes (laughs) so uh immediately champa says vados why haven't i heard of our earth find it check it out so vados looks through her little rolodex of of planets and finds earth but oh they destroyed themselves in conflict it's a barren rubble heap. Oh. Oh. No food for you, child. No cup noodles for you. Exactly. But Champa can't have that. He wants this earth. Look so... at him. He likes to eat. Yes. Look at him. He's a he's a fatty. He likes to he's eat. He's a fat kitty. He likes to eat. Leave him alone. Exactly. So he proposes a tournament. A tournament of uh, a, a tournament of fighters. Five fighters from each universe come together. Winner winner take all. All being, if I win, Champa says, if I win, we switch Earths. Your Earth goes to my universe, my Earth goes to yours. And Beerus is like, why would I agree to that? That's what I'm thinking,
0: like, I get nothing out of that.
1: I get nothing if I win except what I already got. Ah. See, I've been scouring universes for the uh, Super Dragon Balls. Super Dragon Balls, yeah. Yeah. You've heard of Dragon Balls, right? They grant wishes and stuff. Yeah, we got them. We got them. Oh, yeah, you got those. Huh? Well, mine are the size of planets. They can literally grant any wish, no restriction ever at all. I found six out of the seven. I'll give you my six if you win. <laughs> and then you just got to find that? one. Yeah. How about that? What the heck? Of a You're deal? just like, hmm. That is a good deal. That is a pretty good I'll deal. I'll take it. I'll take that deal. I'll take that deal all day. So he does. And they have they have a couple of days to find five fighters for each side. Great. Okay, let's go to the next side. The Universal Tournament begins. Five fighters, East Universe, gather uh, on a on an unnamed planet. Right, in a, it's a it's a barren planet. The uh, the angels create a stage and a fighting ground. And Earth rules are used. The the martial arts tournament on Earth. The rules that are there are used for this thing. It's it's simple rules. It's uh, you have to fight on the stage. If you touch the ground, anything that's not the stage, you're considered a ring out and you lose. If you give up, you lose. If you are rendered unconscious, you lose. But no killing allowed. Okay. All this fight. So, All of this is for cup noodles, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and beer. Yeah, Champa doesn't even know there's things better than, than cup noodles. He doesn't.
0: I don't doesn't. know. Cup noodles are pretty good.
1: They are pretty good, but come on, man. He's never, had culinary... he's never had
0: a pizza. Think of that.
1: Yeah, exactly. There you go. I mean, his mind is going to be blown. Anyway, match number one, Goku versus Botamo, which is the top picture right below me. Now, Botamo is a sumo-like fighter. Uh, all of his blows are absorbed into his squishy body. He looks like an evil and... version of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, basically, yeah, he is. And he's not super strong, but what he he, uh, he absorbs all damage, can't hurt him. And he just kind of ho, 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 does that and put and is going to push out of the ring. Well, Goku beats him by grabbing him when uh, when he gets pushed to the to the uh, re- edge of the ring, grabs him, and does a suplex type thing and throws him out of the ring. There you go, Botamo, out of here, gone. Then Goku fights Frost. Frost is a duplicate of Frieza. Oh, nice. From the other universe. All right. Now, in Universe 6, Frost is a hero. Huh. Planets that have been ravaged by war, he and his company come in and for, for pretty good prices, uh, rebuild the entire planet and give humanitarian aid in the process to revitalize it and save it and, and bring, it, bring it back up to standard where it can suffice on its own, where it can survive on its own accord. He's considered a hero throughout the universe. All right, so Frost and Goku fight. Frost wins when Goku gets woozy and gets Mm. knocked out. Okay, people like what? No,
0: I I sense mischief.
1: Exactly. So when Piccolo comes in, it's Piccolo's turn now. Shenanigans. He, I thought he was dead. Piccolo senses shenanigans. Wasn't he dead? No, no. Well, he gets brought back by everyone gets brought back by Dragon Balls. Come on. Uh,
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Easy now. Yes.
1: Now. Uh, Piccolo is a tactical fighter, so he knows something's wrong. He saw that Goku should not have lost. So he's wary of Frost. He gets Frost uh, wrapped up in, in his Extendo Go-Go Gadget arms, and then he starts powering up his giant uh, attack that has like 18 different names. Super Beam Cannon or Ultimate Beam Cannon or whatever. It, there's a whole bunch of names for it. But he goes to charge up and fire it, and suddenly he gets woozy and gets defeated. Everyone's like, what? What? Bull! But there you go. Can we go to our next slide? And now Frost is caught cheating. The referee saw that second oh. one. Saw the second cheat. He has uh in his in his forearm an implant that has poison in it. Uh, shenanigans. Shenanigans indeed. So immediately he's disqualified, and. Piccolo and Goku are reinstated into the competition because Frost cheats. But Vegeta said, no, 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 no. I want to fight him. Leave him in. Undo the disqualification. I want to fight him. Leave him in. Everyone's like, come on, man. It's a free win. What are you going to do? Ah, I want this. They're like, all right. All right. So Piccolo has to surrender his because he's he's currently in his spot. And then Vegeta can come in. So Piccolo surrenders, Vegeta comes in, and Frost does his, ah, I was evil the entire time. I was the one that caused the wars on all those planets so I can make bank and, and, and I rule the knew universe. It. I, That's right, I knew I, it. And he gets this monologue log all in It says, no, I will destroy you with sheer power, and he charges Vegeta. Vegeta init- instantly powers up the Super Saiyan 2, hits Frost, knocks him out of the ring, it's done. He gets it's punked. That's nice. He gets punked. Basically, it's punked. Vegeta wanted to punk him, and he knew he could.
0: Well, he's been training with so the Angel for thinking. years now. Or months
1: exactly. Or this was this was nothing. This was nothing. All right. Then now Vegeta carries on, and now he's facing, uh, Auta Majetta. He's a he's from a robot planet, so he's a robot. Duh. Now uh, because of all of the giant balls of energy been flying around everywhere, uh, Champa. Had a globe of energy a globe of indestructible energy around the stage, so no one in the audience would get hurt by a stray energy blast. And of course, uh, people agreed, like, "Oh, it's a good idea, oh, that's a good idea." No, no, Champa was gaming everybody because uh, Magetta has has a special attack. He can heat up the environment,
0: uh, and with that
1: giant, yeah, with that giant dome over everything, it's he can heat up the environment even faster. And since he's a robot. That is powered by a furnace from the inside he's not going to succumb Vegeta is going to suffocate from the heat it's going to get too hot to breathe and he's going to die well Vegeta is having none of this nonsense at all he just he just amplifies his key so much it shatters the giant dome and he starts pummeling Magetta but Magetta is pretty tough He's he's tough now so, but as Vegeta is beating him, he starts making fun of him. You stupid robot idiot. But, and this, uh, this actually, uh, brought about the appearance of a strange weakness in Magetta. He's psychologically weak. When he's being made fun of, he starts crying. Aww. And so he, he, he rings himself out, basically. <laughs> but he basically gives up. Cause, cause he can't fight anymore because Vegeta made fun of him and his feelings are hurt.
0: Tears of a robot.
1: Exactly. Tears of a robot. An android okay. Next. can cry. That's right. Next we have Vegeta versus Kaba. Cabba is a Saiyan from Universe 6. Now in Universe 6 unlike in Universe 7 uh, The Saiyans didn't lose their what? planet? Saians Saiyans didn't lose their planet. They never worked for Frieza because, because Frost was undercover bad guy. Right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. instead of taking over planets for other people to flip and sell uh, they, uh, the the Saiyans' job is to fight evil in the universe. Like, like they're like uh, they're like the A team, mercenaries for hire. But none of them are a Super Saiyan. None of them have ascended to Super Saiyan level. So, so Vegeta, you. yeah, Vegeta discovers this that Kaba <laughs> can't transform, and so he starts beating the crap out of him to try and get him to transform. As a matter of fact, Kaba knowing he can't win, he starts getting the sh- the crap beat out of him. He starts to say, I surrender. Oh, geez. Vegeta Vegeta immediately knocks the breath out of him, grabs him by his shirt, pulls him close, and says, if you try and surrender one more time, I'm going to, when I win this, I'm going to go to your universe. I'm going to destroy your planet. Everyone (laughs) you love, everyone you've ever met will be dead except you. I'm going to leave you alive to exist in that state of pure anguish. Forever. How's that feel, Kaba? Huh? How's that feel, wuss boy? Well, this causes Kaba to go crazy, spontaneously transforming him into, into Super Saiyan, which is exactly what Vegeta was going. Everyone was like, everyone's like, like Vegeta, whoa, dude, whoa, what? <laughs> Little tough love from Vegeta. Exactly. But Goku and uh and and one of the Kai's figured it out first. Everyone was like, damn, Vegeta, what the hell? That's that's cold, man. But you know, Goku figured out like, no, no, check it out, check it
0: out. It's gonna be okay. So, su-
1: exactly, he succeeded in uh in, in getting getting Kaba to transform. Kaba finally figures it out and go and thanks him, calls him Sifu or whatever, you know, sensei, and then. He's like, okay, that's all I want to do, and then proceeds to beat the crap out of the <laughs> and, and knock him then... out, and it's over. I mean, yeah, he just turned to Super Saiyan. There's no way he could beat Vegeta. There's not. I mean, it was it was this match was done before it started. Yeah. The only reason it went out so long is because Vegeta wanted to wanted to actually give Super Saiyans to the next universe and be the father of Super Saiyans in Universe Six. I mean, it's his pride. after Probably one. made Come him on. mad to see him sitting so weak. He's like, what? No. Yes, that was definitely part of it. Definitely part of it. So, that match is over and Universe 6 comes in again and this is hit. Remember that assassin I oh, talked yeah, about yeah. never yeah. Well, you're not allowed to kill in this tournament, so maybe he won't be as powerful. And maybe that assumption is wrong. Cuz this fight is completely one-sided. Vegeta's getting hit and hey, no one can see why. Like they're they're standing like 20 yards apart suddenly vegeta collapses nobody moved except vegeta hitting the floor what the hell happened well we find out that hit has a special ability that he can skip time he can move 0.1 seconds in the future and he's already super strong right so he can move really fast but now he can move really fast and skip you know a tenth of a second so you cannot see him. You can't see him hit you. He can hit you and come back in a tenth of a second. And it's like nothing ever happened. You cannot anticipate him. You don't know which way he's coming from. He's going to hit you every time. And Vegeta gets Vegeta gets defeated. He gets nice. wrecked. Done. Alright, now, next. Goku was watching this. This is, this is why Goku's the anchor. He was watching this fight. He's got it down. He overcomes the time skip ability. Because he he uh, he recognizes Hit's fight style and just anticipates how Hit will, well, Hit. So he can block where, not where he sees Hit, but where he thinks Hit's going to be. And it works. For a time. And then Hit is able to surpass himself, and now he goes 0.5 seconds in the future. Or, zero, I'm sorry, 0.2 seconds in the future. So... Goku has to go Super Saiyan Blue now. His increased speed and his his uh, his foresight allows him to again block hits, attacks, and start giving some in return. But then Hit surpasses himself again to zero point five seconds. Now he's skipping a half second of time. There is no way Goku can can anticipate what's going to happen and react fast enough, even in Super Saiyan Blue form, to block any of Hit's attacks. Jeez. It's just Vegeta all over again, until he reveals his trump card. This is what he he was actually saving this to fight Beerus with. He merged Super Saiyan Blue with with Kaioken. Now, for those of you who know Dragon Ball Z, Kaioken was the uh the technique that King Kai taught him in in Dragon Ball Z while he died the first time training for for Vegeta to come to Earth and, you know, and de- defeat Vegeta. Now what it does, what is, it's a force multiplier. All right. It's a, it's King, King Kai fist. It's a force multiplier and it doubles, triples, quadruples, whatever your, your speed, strength, power, everything at the cost of severely depleting your stamina. It's like opening up the tap at full blast. And we have that as a clip right here. So go ahead and uh, roll that clip and you can see you can see an example of King what I'm guy
0: doing. fist times 10.
1: Yeah, time sends, no joke. The last time I used that was against Frieza. Seems pretty pissed. <laughs> this like, is a, uh, yeah. You, he's moving skip. The time skip. Yeah, he's moving so fast he moves <laughs> through the time skip.
0: a lot of hits to that face. Yeah. Ah, ah, hey my fault. my fault. Thank you. That's a lot right, of punches.
1: So now uh everyone thinks oh my god this is so great you know uh Goku's gonna win Vegeta's the only one that knows okay this has to be over quick because he's faced Goku with Kaioken and after just a couple minutes uh Goku was absolutely exhausted now he didn't use Kaioken once he learned Super Saiyan because the stress on on his body would be too great. Super Saiyan and gives such stress to the body that adding Kaioken it would just blow his body up, right? So the only reason he can use it now with Super Saiyan is because Super Saiyan Blue requires such precise chakra control, precise chi control that he's able to control the 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 uh I guess you could call Kaioken as a controlled key overload. He's barely containing this overload inside his body, constantly adjusting to create this effect. Well, after after fighting Hit for a while, Hit is going down, but not going down fast enough. Goku loses stamina first and falls unconscious to the ground. So hit wins. Then we have. Monaka versus Hit. Now I didn't talk about Monaka before cuz he's not an important character. What he is, he is a fake out. Uh Beerus brought in this random alien as the fifth member of the team and said, "This is Monaka. He is the most powerful mortal in the universe. Don't even try fighting him. He's our anchor. He's the last one to go. If if all of you scrubs die, then he's going to win the day." He said that to keep Goku and Vegeta hungry to keep them mm. keep trying harder cuz now they don't not only have to beat Beerus but they got to beat this Monaka guy too damn it and Beerus is talking this guy up that means Beerus must respect this guy it was all a ruse Beerus never expected Goku and Vegeta to fail which why so now Monaka exactly so now Monaka's in the ring trembling like a leaf because he knows he's going to die he saw these fights man he knows he's dead right and hit easily reads this guy and goes oh this is this was a joke not, not a joke this, this this was a trick but beerus and champa throughout the entire term have been badmouthing each other and it's become painfully obvious that all the fighters here are pawns and that's, this pisses hit off so hit plays along with beerus's game when when monaka goes in for his uh, 5 year old windmill attack and hits hit, hit fakes being knocked out of the ring, and loses. Very nice. so, Universe yeah. Seven wins.
0: Dice says, "Rise of the House of Cork." <laughs> I'm okay. defeated. Basically, yes. The House of Cork is a giant bluff. The entire thing
1: was giant bluff. So Universe Universe Seven wins uh, because hit through the fight. Now at this moment, Zeno arrives. So next slide. The Omni-King, the god above all gods in all universes, was watching this fight and was amused. Oh, well, good. Yeah, he or it, whatever, was so amused, in fact, that that it proposes a multiverse tournament. uh, A tournament of fighters from several different universes, the strongest they can find. Come, and it's a winner-take-all. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. And this was at Goku's insistence. Now, everyone is super pissed. All of the Kai, the two gods of destruction. They're like, Goku, shut the F up, man. Shut
0: up. You don't stop know what you're your, dealing with here.
1: Stop running your damn mouth. The reason being is because they know that that Zeno is so fickle as to be ridiculous. He could snap his fingers and destroy a universe. Just like that. Poof. Gone. Done. So, if you... Just whimsically piss him off. He'll go, I don't like you. And just destroy you and your universe, right? so says it looks like a South Park reject. He kind of does. Yeah. It was awful. But gas. Goku keeps, yeah, Goku keeps running his running his flap. And so, and so Xenu's like, yeah, and you know what? The universe that wins. Hmm, what do they get? Interesting, interesting. Ah, oh, well, I'll tell you next time because that's the end of the <laughs> saga. Oh, except, except, I will tell you that, uh, uh, Beerus won those those six super dragon balls. And oh, very good. Champa tried to hide the seventh. Ah, oh, jerk. But Beerus found out the unnamed planet they were on. Was the ball? It was the, it was the seventh Dragon Ball in disguise. That's what I thought. Exactly. So he gathered all the Dragon Balls. We said the super god magic words to to call upon the universal dragon. And uh Beerus made a wish. And then the dragon went away, and the the super dragon balls spread over to the universes again. What was the wish? Champa, when he goes back to his universe, finds out that his universe 6 Earth has been repaired.
0: Yay!
1: Yay! Look at that. Isn't that nice? That's a terrible wish. Terrible wish, but hey.
0: But hey, you know,
1: something. Now, the God of Destruction Universe 7 owes the God of Destruction Universe 6 a solid. Fair enough. There you go. So that's the end of the saga. Now we go to the copy Vegeta saga. This is my least favorite out of all of them, but it's only like seven episodes. So it's not a big thing, but the main character in this one is the superhuman water. All right. It's, it was a self-defense mechanism, a, a planet of not fighters, just intellectual thinkers kept getting invaded all the time over and over and over again. So that they decided to create a weapon to defend themselves. And this weapon absorbs the power and capabilities of the invaders defeating them with their own, you know, with their own
0: power. Cool. Didn't they encounter life form like that on Voyager?
1: Uh kinda, but it it wasn't. I know, a weapon. Very different.
0: I know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, it's fine. Anyway, that that's the well, I'm gonna explain it more later on, but that was the gist. Okay, now we'll go to the uh oh, I said main character since too. That was a mistake on my part. I'm sorry. Okay, so we'll go to the beginning of the Vegeta saga. Now. Uh, everyone comes back to earth after the, after the universe six tournament. And, uh, uh, Monaka is, you know, going, is going to go back to his home. Like, okay. Uh, you guys suck. I almost died like 18 times. I'm gone. Well, trunks and Goten are like, they, they stowed away on his, on a ship. Why? I don't know. They're, they're kids. Look at them. They're, they're kids. They want to see the universe. So they land on a barren planet and this this planet had this little this this old guy this old weak guy getting getting attacked by by these you know these aggressor aliens with guns and stuff so so the 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 kids save them move them away stuff like that and they find out that the native is guarding something which he's lost it's the key to the superhuman water uh chamber that's locked into well the uh the the aggressors the bad guys the invaders find the key open the chamber and the leader immediately gets absorbed by the superhuman water. Releasing it. That was a mistake. That was a horrible mistake. But he thought that, see, the whole, the whole reason he thought that is because uh, there's a rumor that this superhuman water, actually, if you drink it, you get like 10 times more powerful. Hmm. Well, it sounds uncomfortable. It's partly true. It copies you. You die, but your copy is 10 times more powerful than you were. Well,
0: that doesn't help me.
1: No, it doesn't help you, but it, it, uh, it helped perpetuate the myth that that was actually you just super powered and purple and purple. Yes. So it absorbs victim after victim of the, of the, uh, of the invaders and absorbs their power. And, uh, the original dies soon after just fade away into nothing. Now, Vegeta follows the kids. Vegeta follows the kids to this planet. Because he figures out that they stowed away on on Monaka's ship and uh and he follows in the planet looking for him. The water gets a hold of him and copies him, taking all of his power. This is bad. This is super bad. So Goten and Trunks fuse into Gotenks, which they learned how to do in Dragon Ball Z. They actually uh do a little fusion dance and they confuse their bodies into one they fuse their bodies their talents and their personalities into one and they fight and it's not even a fight because vegeta is so far advanced from them and plus they got their little
0: kids they have little kid techniques it's not going to work all right yeah yeah i mean yeah this is a go- guy is supposed to be more powerful than uh than gohan is or, or right vegeta
1: yeah yeah, it's, it's supposed to be more powerful than Vegeta. So, yeah, this is this is not even a close fight. Yeah. Uh, Gotenks gets trashed. So, we go to the next one. Uh, Goku arrives. All right? He, he, he senses this... Like, he senses the power level death of Vegeta. And then the power level rebirth of Vegeta only ten times strong. He's like, what? So, he teleports over to see what's up. And uh, uh, copy Vegeta. He sees copy Vegeta and normal Vegeta that's fading away. Normal Vegeta says, this is a copy... Go ahead and kill it. It stole my power. Go ahead and kill this thing. If you can. I don't think you can because it's me. <laughs> you and know, I'm awesome. It. And I'm awesome and you're not. So that's how it is. So uh, so they're going to fight. Copy Vegeta wants to fight. But the the main copy of the... I'm sorry, not me. But the, the main superhuman water, which is the part of it that first that absorbed the very, very first villain, which is in the picture below me, says, no, you have to absorb Goku to take his power so we can be stronger. Well, no. No, see, I told you superhuman water not only copies your traits, also copies your personality and pro- and proclivities. Well, Vegeta's most powerful attribute is his pride. He wants to beat Goku down, not win by stealing his power. That's stupid. That's a weak way, to, that's a weak thing to do. He actually uh overrides the the commands of the Of the main of the main body and starts fighting Goku instead of absorbing it. So as this fight's going on, the others realize that wait a minute, if we defeat the main body, right, then maybe they'll all disappear. Maybe Vegeta will disappear. The copy Vegeta instead of the regular one. Maybe that'll do it. So uh everyone else but Goku and Vegeta are going after the main, the main uh superhuman water that has a uh a crystal matrix in the center. That's like a kind of like a, a, Nexus command center. Cause remember th- this is a made thing. It is a, it is a WMD. That's what it is. What it is. This is its control node. So, uh, Vegeta has no power, but even if he did, he wants to watch his fight because he's seeing himself beat the crap out of Goku. And he loves it. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, the main, this is what pisses me off about this thing. Uh, goat uh trunks Goten, and and uh jocko who is a who's a co- cosmic cop are trying to fight the the main super superhuman water form and they disperse it for a second and you can see it's its control crystal on the ground as it's slowly reforming and monaka accidentally steps on it the weakest guy there accidentally steps on it and breaks it.
0: Wasn't the guy who's there as a joke, like Windmill's yes. is this? Why is he he's still there. with them?
1: Because he was on his way home when when oh okay. these,
0: these two kids
1: you know stowawayed on his ship. Right. He didn't want to be here.
0: God of Destruction. He want to be at home. By now. Send him home.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he want to be at home by now. You know, whatever. But he's the one who saves the day, breaks the crystal. And, uh, and, the, and the, the superhuman water loses all shape and becomes a puddle again. They lock it away again, and that's the end of the saga, which was really, really depressing. But next slide is next time. Next time, two weeks from now, Episode 3 and Episode 4. Episode 3 is going to be the Future Trunks saga, where Future Trunks comes back again. Why not? With more problems. It's the introduction of Goku Black.
0: Oh, he must be bad.
1: He is bad because he wears black.
0: Mm.
1: So he's bad. And it's all timey-wimey. It's all from future going to past, going back to the future. It's weird. Then we have episode four, which is the Universal Survival Saga. A lot of people call it the Termin of Power Saga, but its technical name is the Universal Survival Saga where this is where uh, Xenu the Omni King's vision is coming to pass where several universes go into a total uh, royal rumble and the last universe standing it wins. And this is where we introduce the character Jiren, which is really exciting because this dude is bad. Uh, he is, he's some serious stuff. Anyway, those are my thoughts. What are yours? What do you think of this review? And what are your thoughts on how much the copy Vegeta saga just sucked? If you liked it, hey, you know what? Go ahead and comment, dislike the video unsubscribe, whatever you want. I bathe in your salt. Yeah. I bathe in it. No one cares. Okay, is there an anime you'd like me to review after Dragon Ball Super? If there is, go ahead and throw it in the comments, throw it in Discord, Twitter. We'll look at it. And if you like these reviews and you want more of them, please like, share, and subscribe. Share this video. It'd be really awesome if you did. That'd be cool. And uh, subscribe to the Legion of Myth. And uh, what's that saying again?
0: Be a Legionnaire. All right.
1: Let's move back. Oh, let's it's go back. It's time to, to the pick chat. a winner. Okay, you yeah, we'll pick a winner, pick a winner. Anyone who wants to jump in the last minute. This is literally the last minute cuz it's only going on for one more minute. Uh exclamation point Fighter Z, if you are a follower of the channel, you two can enter and everything will be fine. It'll be great. And while I give you that minute, I'm going to look at the chat here.
0: Exclamation point, fighters!
1: There you go. All right, let's see here. Uh, Oh, uh, Mar Hawkman liked the Shadow Dragon art. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm glad we were right about Angus Young. That's good. Super Saiyan, Duncan says Super Saiyan power level one is greater than two when his hair is blue. Thank you, Zah! Yeah, Hunter. Soon the fairies will destroy them all. (laughs) Actually, uh, what was the? It was a huge long out thing. Uh, yeah. Super Saiyan Blue originally was called Super Saiyan God that surpasses. No, Saiyan God that that surpasses Super Saiyan. Using like, Super Saiyan. I like that. Yeah, that's better. It's a bit of a mouthful, so they condensed it to just Super Saiyan Blue. I would have gone with something else, but hey, I'll take it. What is the cat for? Oh my god, that was killing me. Uh, humanity's got no game in this, though. We just hop Universal, hop universes. Champa appreciates us, and he's a good destruction god. He's not a good. Des- he's he's kind of a d bag.
0: Well, destruction gods aren't known for being nice.
1: <laughs> Heathen dog was waiting years for that monologue. I I was. Two years, in fact. All right, uh, match number nine reminds me of DS9 episodes. The heart, House of Quark. You are yes, that's right. You are exactly right. That's exactly it. Uh, uh, Monaka was just was. A bluff. The entire thing, one hundred percent bluff. South Park reject. He is a South Park reject. Yes, and I'm sure you're talking about uh, uh, Zeno. Zeno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he is. He's definitely a South Park reject. I mean, you look at him. He's like he's like a muppet. It's crazy. Yeah, Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. There you go. Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan. That's the shortened version of the extended title. They still shortened it even more. Uh, claps for me for making it through to this point. Yay. Yay. Do Dragon Ball Z, all of it. No. That's like 255 episodes. Wow. No. Okay, now we're going to pick a winner. I've given you your minute. Now we're going to pick a winner. We're going to close entries now. And we're going to pick a winner. Who do you think is going
0: to win? I'm going to vote for Sherris. Sherris? Okay, let's see. Winner is... Mar Hawkman. Yeah, that's far, that's, what I, that's exactly my prediction. Mar Hawkman.
1: That's exactly what your prediction was. Mar Hawkman wins. That's what I thought. Congratulations, <laughs> Mar I Hawkman.
0: Thought. You now are free to beat the living snot out of everyone who isn't you in the Dragon Ball universe. All the Z Fighters.
1: All right. After the show, I will send you your humble bundle code. Yes. That's awesome. Congratulations, Mar Hawkman. Oh my gosh, is another giveaway. Oh my god, what? That's crazy. Okay, I gotta complete this giveaway and start another one. Oh man, this is crazy. What's this one tower?
0: Okay. The deadly tower of monsters! Exclamation point! Tower to join. Well, Retro future graphics. You're in a B movie sort of.
1: Wait, you're too fast. Too too fast. I have to I have to change the command. Stop! Go. Stop trying to enter. Okay, now you can enter. Wait, wait. The giveaway has now started. Yes. Has it?
0: Yes. Now, All followers, now it's game. entered.
1: Exclamation point tower. Do it now.
0: Exclamation it now. Slow guy is not it.
1: Slow guy is not it. That's right. <laughs> now, again, the Deadly Tower of Monsters is a game. It's a three quarters view type game. And you are playing as if you're watching a movie. And listening to the DVD commentary of the actors, the director, the producer, and it is a comedy. It's 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 like it's a 1950s sci-fi movie, which was cheap and B movie type thing. And it's it's a pretty comedic uh, game. It's it's fun to play, and it's it's got some uh, platformer type stuff. It's it's got some uh, I don't want to I don't want to say shooter type stuff, but kind of. I mean, it's not first person, but
0: puzzle you know, solving. It's,
1: yeah, puzzle solving type stuff. It, it it's it's got it's got something for everyone.
0: It's got personality. There you go.
1: Duncan wants. Well, Duncan might get. Duncan enters. All you got to do is follow the channel and then type exclamation point tower and you two can win.
0: Carson no. Yes, Garthon's Comic Poll brought to you today by Garthon. All right. First up, Red Sonia: Age of Chaos, number two. Hot evil demon lady wants to save the world. Sure. Written by Eric Burnham, art by Jonathan Lau, color by Andrew Dalhouse, publication date 19th of February, 2020. All right. Do you like pictures of hot ladies? Do you like gladiator movies? Well, here we are. <laughs> now, the, the, issue one was really interesting. Issue two does a pretty good job expanding upon that. Uh, the cool. art is pretty solid. Uh, it actually waffles from really good to kind of meh. So it's mm. a little inconsistent, but when it's good, it's really good. And when it's bad, it's just kind of eh. So it's never yeah. bad. It's just kind of eh. So, you know. Okay. Nope, not... But for what they're trying to do here, it works really well. Uh, when you're dealing with a comic book called Red Sonja, Age of Chaos, which is a mix of chaos comic characters, Red Sonja, you're not looking at high art, you know. You're looking at blood and body count. Yep. So last issue, as we talked about, a bunch of crazy, like, evil fighting people who are also evil adjacent. It's like, I destroy demons, and I'm half-demon! I kill vampires, and I am a vampire. Those kind of people. Got it. You know, I'm an undead corpse who kills evil people and brings them to hell because I find it funny. Um, that's So basically those people all teamed up because some evil demonist told them, hey, if you get this amulet, it'll give you superpowers and you'll be able to do your job so much better. Wouldn't it be great? And they all went, sweet! And they all ended up fighting for it. But as they are fighting for it, someone, some mysterious stranger, showed up with a sniper rifle shot. And then all of a sudden red Sonia is killing vampires in the past and things have all gone to hell. And this weird half vampire shows up to attack her. So this begins with the, it looked like she, Sonia like, picks up directly. Like you could put the scenes together and it's a complete scene after issue one, which I appreciate. Because where Sonya turns to face the uh, the crazy punk vampire who's about to attack her, who leaps past Sonya and tears up a vampire who was hiding behind Sonya. It's kind of stereotype, like you didn't see that one, I just saved you. Yes, but you're still evil. If you're a vampire, why are you fighting your own kind? This oh, I'm half vampire. And it's actually a really interesting introduction to the character. Because the hero speaking it's like, look, I don't understand what you're saying, and I'm not the bad guy here. Look, I'm your friend, and I'm called Chastity, and- so he's like, wait, I know this tongue. Are you from New York? She's like, yeah, but what? Which actually relates to the Red Sonja comic book series where they she was sent to the future by the, evil, by the magic of cooling and Gath. And mm-hmm. they actually pay attention to that whole story arc, which I find hilarious. that That's actually mentioned here. That she actually speaks English and can recognize a New York accent. Which is all stuff she did. In this. So I liked that. Yeah, basically, this character is like Blade. She's a half vampire who fights vampires. That's Chastity. Um, and basically is told, yeah, I, look, I was in New York and things were cool. Then everything kind of went to hell. And I don't know what's going on. Crazy lady with the 80s hair. And that's when the crazy, uh, you know, sexy demoness shows up. And she's like, well, you're kind of right. But the, and basically, uh, Sonia says that she's going to spend her life and he's like, yeah, well, the rest of your life might not be that much longer the way things stand. And they, of course, are like, oh, we'll fight you evil, sexy demonists. And they do so. And evil, sexy demoness is like, yeah, yeah, please stop. All right. All right. I get it. And she just kind of like shoves them back and like heals everything they did. We're like, look, you can't beat me. I'm a very powerful demon. I'm way up here. You guys are down here power level wise. But here's the thing. And she explains what happened that there's another demon who tricked all of these people, all these evil adjacent heroes to go after mm-hmm. this amulet because what they're all after was cooling gas necklace, which in issue one you saw Red Sonia put at the bottom of the ocean. So she explains, okay, here's what happened. Red Sonja, cooling gas could always resurrect because of his amulet. Mm-hmm. The goddess of death and necromancy was actually cool with that and found it hilarious Mainly because Kulin Gath killed so many people. And made so many zombies. Goddess of Necromancy thought that was awesome. Uh, when Red Sonja put the nexus of the ocean where no mortal could get it. That kind of made Kool Gath hang out in the underworld a lot longer than normal. That really annoyed the Goddess of, ne- of, Resur- of uh, Necromancy. So, Goddess of Necromancy formed a plan. A very long-term plan. And the plan was, she gathered in the future... She gathered all these evil adjacent heroes who had, like, no soul or vampire. Basically, like, the key was they didn't have a soul that could be corrupted. So the idea was get one of these people to grab Cooling gas amulet. Kulengas would not be able to corrupt their body and take them over. They would just get all of Cooling gas power and probably turn evil, and that'd be hilarious to this demon. And then that demon would then, like, use that power to take over the world. So, pretty good plan. But then, this girl, this lady shows up. It says, was like, okay, and that doesn't work for me because I want to control the world and if she is controlling the world, I lose. So, I got someone else in the fight. I gave her a special magic bullet that could kill anything evil. I gave it to her with instructions to shoot the amulet. So as soon as someone grabbed it, she used her sniper rifle, shot the amulet, and it would boom, and it broke time and space. Oops. So the world's not going to be around much longer. My bad. And me Rolsonia and and Chastity are like, wait, wait, wait. Why should we believe you for any of this? And why is the, the world is ending? She's like, yeah, how was I supposed to know that breaking an amulet would break Time and space. I'm sorry. How was I supposed to see this? I just didn't want other girl to win. I want to win. But right now, if the universe ends, which it's gonna. No one wins. This is where I keep my stuff. (laughs) So she's like, okay, so here's the thing. I need you to get the amulet. And we gotta do something you're not gonna like. But to save the universe... Uh... You know, everyone and everyone on it... Uh, she even saying... Tell your... I'm willing to help for a price, of course. But... In order to fix what you say I have broken... I would need you to willingly resurrect. And then Restonia throws a dagger in the demon's eye. No deals for you. Well, the demon just kind of like picks himself off the ground bleeding. says, so may I take that as a yes? Because the only way to fix the world is to let the cycle go again, which means bringing back cooling gath, Which Sodia is very much against. But it's also one of those where you don't got any choices. Marhawk says, this is funny. Yes. Anytime you add Chaos Comics to it, that's the kind of humor you're going to get. Where it's like, it's like, yeah, they're evil demons, but the one demon can't let the other demon win. That's not cool. And the demon can't fight her directly. That's just the rules of the game. Everyone has, says pawns. That's the rule. Um, and when they ask her, how do you know you're not lying? She's like, oh, I lie all the time. Except when the truth is better and in this case, it is. So, uh... So, it was a, mainly a lot of talky-talky in this book, but it explained everything that happened in the first issue, which was very loose on details. Um, and it has some good action flashbacks. So, I liked it. This was a fun issue. I really liked the setup. You know, I liked the art, and very some of the scenes are very much... Uh, I have a different cover, you can see. It's a very nice cover, too. So highly recommended covers for this series. Um, yeah, I'm pure i I'm sorry. Uh, so it's a fun book. If you're look, like I said, if you're looking for Chaucer, you're not gonna get it. And if you're looking for crazy chaos comic stuff, fighting demons, '80s hair, that's what you got here. Uh, so do I like it? Yes. Do I love it? No, but I really, really like it. It is definitely a three to star book. Nice. Three and a half stars. I can be convinced, if drunk, to go higher. Red Sodia, Age of Chaos number two. My cats agree. Alright. I hope you enjoy it. Check this series out. It's it's pretty crazy. Not three there. I know there's seagulls in that picture talking. <laughs> no seagulls for you, sir, dear. I'm trying to think of any songs I know about seagulls, and for some reason all that comes up is uh, the lesbian seagull song from Beards and Butthead.
1: That's let unfortunate.
0: What are your thoughts of this segment? What are your thoughts of Red Sonia, Age of Cast Number Two? It's a crazy book, but it's fun. Uh, a comic book, is there a comic book or series you want me to review? Please let me know. If you like these reviews, please like and share this comic with your comic book friends. It really helps the channel, and it helps out the universe because it's apparently going to die unless we bring back Kula Gath. So right now, every subscription is another share, another love, another help to get Kula Gath resurrected. Don't do it for me, don't do it for you, do it for the universe. And do it for the Legion of Myth. Be a Legionnaire. Yes, Garthon's comic pull. Today we review Spider Verse number 5, the 2020 series, of course, where we have Spider Man Noir. And a Nazi made of bees! What? Written by Christos Gage. Art by Juan Ferreira. Cover by Dave Raposa. Publication, February 2020. Yes! A Nazi made of bees. Okay. Well, the regular Spider-Man first, Swarm, is a Nazi made of bees. In the noir universe, it's a sexy lady Nazi made of bees. But if you play the Spider-Man PS4 game, there's a... One of J. Joe Jameson's podcasts actually starts yelling about all the evil villains venturing venture the cities. And he's like, what's next? A Nazi made of bees! Called it. And there actually was already So, yeah, yeah. So, I highly recommend the Spider-Man PS4 game. If you're into PS4 games or Spider-Man. Great game. All right. So, Miles Morales is hopping through the very Spider-reverse universes, trying to recruit spider people to find a way to fix the web, which has been destroyed. And Annie Mae Parker... Uh, who is the daughter of Peter Parker and Mary Jane And Mary Jane from another universe, is, was put in charge of fixing it, but she's gone missing, so the web is sick. They're trying to fix the web so they can find her. And he's going across the universe to get Spider help to do it. And much like Scott Bakula, he can only leave once he's made bad things right. And that's not his, just his character. That's Scott Bakula in general. If he shows up <laughs> at your house, he's actually not allowed to leave until he makes things better. Yes. That, that's that's true. just a
1: rule. That's, that's a rule. that's a rule. It's a rule. I mean,
0: if he uses a public bathroom, he can't leave unless he picks something up off the floor. You know, yep. he has to make it better before he's allowed to leave. He has it, to do the spray, everything. So it's a blessing and a curse. Mm. All right. So it uh, starts off with Spider Man Noir monologuing about how he became Spider Man, how he's bitten. <laughs> For us, i just had to get into my house. I have a couple things he would fixing. He could do it. Scott Baculus, multi talented. Yep. He smells man. Musky and masculine, but still nice. Mm -hmm. So I've heard. All right, the uh, but thinks about how he's a reporter in a horrible town. Does Porthos come with him? Uh, Porthos cost extra. And he, there was crazy murders and a spider from a spider god totem bit him, and he became the pawn of the spider god, who told him like, "Hey, uh, I like things to be organized and stuff, so go fight crime," and so he does. And then he about how he was killed uh, by Mordoon during the whole Spider-Verse crossover. But when he died, the Spider-God caught his soul in his big soul web and went, yeah, I'm not done with you. And uh, made him back alive in his own world. Which makes sense. Because why not? Uh, so he ends up talking, Miles Morales shows up and is like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, yeah, listen. Now I can't read Spider-Man North. I think of the Nick Cage voice from Edge of Spider-Verse. But he says, but what the hell are you doing here, Miles? And hey, you couldn't have used the front door. I don't exactly uh, advertise. They wear a mask, you know. Maybe uh, you come from a nobody city where nobody notices a guy crawling inside of a building, but they do here. Miles basically explains to him the whole Spider-Web being sick thing. It's like, Uh, So, your spider totem, uh, I think that might have the power to uh, help us out. I think that's why I'm here. He's like, yeah, no problem. Problem is, spider totem got stolen. It's like, all right, let's track it down. So, they they do a little investigating. They track down where the spider totem went. Uh, You see, like, a nice... You see an interesting version... Oh, my gosh, just forgot the name of the villain group. Uh, basically the Spider-Noir version of a a cowboy villain group. Uh, oh gosh, I'm terrible, I can't remember it. It's not the Outsiders or the Wranglers. Um. Oh my gosh. I have to look it up. I have to. I have to. Is it the Wranglers? The Outsiders? It's Ox. It's, uh, Montana. Uh. I like a Spider-Man villain. Ox. The Enforcers! Alright. There it is. The Enforcers. Sorry. The Enforcers are like a 1960s villain group that were created when Cowboys were really popular on TV. And it consists of Fancy Dan, the Ox, Montana, and Snake Marston. They're cowboys. They're cowboys. That's their thing. They're cowboys. Anyway, it works in a film noir environment, evil cowboys. So they confront them because they stole the stuff. They whoop them pretty easy. It's a fun fight scene. What's nice about the art in this, like the only thing that's really in color is the red. And mainly the red on Miles Morales' suit. Everything else is black and white. Mm -hmm. Occasionally there's like a slight flesh tone, but usually it's just red. So it's it's a nice artistic choice. Uh, They do a good job with the art in this book. I really enjoyed how it set the tone. Turns out the spider totem was stolen by some, a very attractive woman who you then see as a Nazi, and she's crazy. she made of bees? No, she's made of oh. normal human stuff. Okay. Uh, when her Nazi handlers go to get her and say, Oh, Fraulein, it's time to return to Fossilands if you want us to see the progress of your project. She's like, locked herself in a chamber with all these wires connected to the spider totem, and there's a bunch of bees in there with her. And they had to I... walk past a bunch of beehives to get to her and they're like, she's like, ha ha ha, the Fuhrer can have lots. I have used science to surpass this mere idea of magic and combine with it, and I will take the part of the totem and use it for the superior insect. Bees! And they're like, yeah, you are crazy, Fraulein. We're going to pretend we didn't see any of this, and we're just going to go home. We're just just going to go back to Germany. The Fuhrer's digging up for artifacts in the desert. We want to be on that team? Yeah. So they kind of like, Exit and get beaten up real quick by uh, the Spider-Men. If they try and leave peacefully. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) The Spider-Men show up, see the crazy girl and the... Because they're also like, well, she's going to be stung by a billion bees. She's dead. Let's just leave her. The Spider-Men show up. They beat up the guys. They see her in the chamber with the totem on top and all the wires on it. Covered in bees like, yeah, this can't. This can't be. What? And she's used the magic to turn herself maybe into bees. She looks like she's bees from like the chest line down. It's very weird. Like the Borg Queen, but bees instead Mm. of robotics. Got it. So she laughs maniacally, gives a villain speech about how she's now, you know, now the queen of the swarm. She's Madam Swarm now. Uh, They start trying to fight her, but it's kind of hard when someone's made of bees to land a punch. They try webbing her up with the bees to keep attacking the webs. And they're super strong bees. It's like, okay, I got a plan. Let's run. So they leap out of the chamber. They post it, She's like, oh, great. Outside, you know, where I have all of my beehives. And they're like, okay, not the best plan. Uh, what's nice is like during this scene, like doing their little quips, like at one part, he, Miles Morales webs the, uh, the totem and grabs it and says, this belongs in a museum. And then he then he kind of says, "All right, no one gets that reference. It's not you're not there yet, but I'm using myself at least. You know, Indiana Jones reference, Game mm-hmm. the totem, <laughs> use some smoke to drown her. They would, but they weren't prepared for a woman made of, a Nazi made of bees. Who really? Who is really? I mean, come on, uh, that's true. That's true. I don't keep my Captain America bugs brown me at all times. I really should. But uh, the Nazis were going to take a zeppelin." back to Germany, because the norn need versus Zeppelins. That's just how it is. And, they're like, okay. sorry, Norton says, I got a plan. I'm going to need to use, like, the biggest blast you got. It's like, can you make it really big? like yeah, I can do a giant one, but it knocks me out. It's like, that's fine. We just need one. And we're going to shoot the Zeppelin. It's like, aren't those filled with hydrogen? Yes, they are. So, basically, they make sure the Zeppelin's empty. They're very expressive about that. The Zeppelin was code of all escape vehicles. It was exactly, Duncan. In all World War One slash Two films, the Zeppelin is mostly, it's the most important one. So, Spider Noir, you know, gets Batam uh, swarm to chase him. She is like, she thinks he's trying to escape on the Zeppelin. She's like, "You're an idiot. I can fly. What's this thing gonna do to me?" And she like, you know, starts swarming the Zeppelin. He runs like hell. Miles Ralph zaps the Zeppelin. It lights on fire and kills the bees. Of course. because It's a large, giant a large. hydrogen explosion. Uh, they that catch the wreckage in their webs between a couple of buildings. To which Miles sure. says, Oh, the bee manatee! Oh. Little little, little, little reference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to which Spider-Noir responds, You know I only understand about half of what you say. Which is fair. That's fair. Yeah,
1: that's fair.
0: Um, after which, he hands over the spider to him. Was like, yeah, I don't know what yahoos you're dealing with, but uh, I hope this helps you out. He's like, yeah, about that. If I take this back in time with me you see, heal the web, maybe maybe if you don't get killed again, that is. You know, I don't know. It's like, well, that's how it works for everyone else. I don't want any special treatment. Sure as hell don't deserve it. Take it do what you got to do. I'll match this five with my fists and my 45. And Miles like, everything you say is cool. Do you practice? <laughs> uh, after, and he's like after that, that glow it looks like you're about out of here and then poof he goes away Spider monologues a little bit to himself about yeah how he's cool he is cool and uh, then it ends Miles is on to MC whenever touched touch like this just screams B-movie it does indeed but Wait, you see what he did there B-movie well uh... there well there was a movie called B-movie outstanding it's not bad it's not good Mm. Jerry Seinfeld is a B it's animated Uh, oh okay it's okay anyway so uh, a fun story like I said all these are like one issue stories which is nice there's an overriding idea there's a thread like he has to transfer the universes to do to get the stuff to heal the web but all in all nice one issue stories you meet a Spider-Man you go on uh, I like the art. It was real solid. Uh, I thought Wall Feria and Dave Raposa did a great job with the art for the book. The coloring works really well. The art works really well. The pacing is really good to the story. The story's fun to read. You get a good sense of character. Zahn doesn't like it. Zahn doesn't have to like it.
1: Why doesn't he <laughs> like it? What's wrong
0: with it? I don't know. You don't like Nazis made of bees? You don't like Nicolas Cage? He, he may not like noir pieces. That's all. That could be it. Maybe he doesn't like Nicolas Cage. That's all right. Mm. He, is, uh, he is a little divisive, isn't he? He is, I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I really liked this book. It did everything it needed to do, and it was, looked good doing it. I give it four stars. Uh, it's a really fun book. It's a great book. Not the greatest ever, but it's a book that if you have someone who's interested in comic books, who has seen uh, the Spider-Man movie, the animated one, and liked it, you throw this comic at them, they're going to be super happy. Doug says, how do we get through this without a Wicker Man reference? Not the bees! Exactly. I think Spider-Oenor actually says not the bees at one point in here, which honestly is just the best. Uh, Zahn says, like the sexy half naked vampires. Well, that was the last book. Yeah, well, that's fair. It's fair though, fair, right? Fair. Fair. I mean, valid yeah. criticism. Mm-hmm. But, you opened up really strong. That's true. But four stars for Spider-Verse number five. Really like that I book see. and you should too. What do you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Spider-Verse number five? Are you following the Spider-Verse series? You should. It's pretty fun. Is there a comic book series you'd like me to review? Please let me know. And if you find these reviews helpful, be sure to like and share this video with your comic book friends or even your friends who don't like comic books. Just tell them that at the end, there's there's a kitten. And but then not tell them there's bees. And then there's bees, not the bees. So, like, share, subscribe, and remember to always... Be a legionnaire. Yes, Garthon's comic pull is here, my friends, to save you from yourself and from Batman 89, where we introduce everyone. I there's a plot and there's a story that's been going on for a while. But we all know the important thing is we introduce Punchline. Who's better than Harley Quinn? Alright, so buy her breakfast cereal. Buy her art pop album at her lunchbox right now. Um written by James Tinney the fourth. Pencils by Gulia March and Carlo Pagodia. Uh, sorry. Pagolian, Sounds Pipino Inks by Gulia March and Danny Mickey. Publication date nineteenth February twenty twenty. All right, Batman '89. There's uh, last week DC revealed that this was going to be the introduction of a new character, Joker's new girlfriend, punchline, and the net nerds went nuts. And you could not find an issue this for sale anywhere. Reputable comic book dealers sold out very very quickly. Irreputable comic book dealers took any extras they were ha- going to have for the shelf and immediately put them on eBay because they are dicks. It is not a Tom King book. Scarlet will not like it. He will not like Spam... No, Baldahar, you tell only lies. Oh, my gosh. Tom King is a rumor. Anyway. James C. Fourth is way better than Tom King in every way. And probably drinks a better class of alcohol than him. And he has a fourth in his name. That's classy. He's so good, they did it four times. That's I mean, come on. right. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, this book has been pretty interesting. Uh, the series has been going pretty well ever since Jane took it over. Uh, it's been much more crime drama investigatory than uh, looking at your belly button and crying in the rain, which is nice. Uh, the art does switch styles since the artists change, but that's a DC Comics issue, not a choice, really. That's just DC being DC. Uh, James Jane does a good job when he opens this up. As you get a feel for what's happening by all the, uh, just some nurses or Gotham citizens talking about what's been going on. And basically what's been happening is a character known as the designer, who is as yet unseen, has some weird dirt on Catwoman, Riddler, Joker, and Penguin. Like some gig they did together, something so terrible that he kind of is able to somewhat blackmail them. Not completely. These guys are kind of uncontrollable, but it's stuff they don't really want out. Um. So Catwoman is teaming up with Harley to beat up goons for because. Uh, Deathstroke has been hired to assess that the mayor and Batman has to try and stop him. Uh The designers also sent a gunsmith to kill people, too. There's a lot going on. Uh, A lot of crazy plot lines. Assassins are hired. Uh, There's a great scene where Penguin is bossing around his minions. And it's just what you want to see from Penguin, where he's in charge. He has a plan. He's also, like, insulting the people and kind of panicky at times, too. So, really great character development for the Penguin. The... It also... This is the first to actually get to see the designer, uh, I don't have an image of him, but his costume is weird. It's like a coat with a big fur liner mm-hmm. and like a martial arts kung fu outfit, you know, the kind of like the big cut over around the crotch, you know, the big flap. It has that. And also BDU pants. It's like someone went, and also a, a white face mask with a D on it. It's like someone went to the villain grab bag of costumes He's like, oh crap, I'm going to be on screen soon. And he just kind of grabs stuff real fast. And went, look, I am now a villain. And they, like he couldn't really commit to a theme. But he wanted to show, not only am I a military badass, I'm also a kung fu artist. And also, I am tough enough that I could pull off the fur coat. The big coat with the fur on it. Because I like cold weather. And I wanted her to know it's on the designer. So I got like a big like designer gothic D on my face. On my white mask. And it's... One of the worst costumes I've seen in a long time. Almost ever. It, like, it's so random pieces thrown together. It's almost like someone took, like, a design of hero creator program and just kept hitting random until that showed up. That's what it looks like. It's like someone's City of Heroes character where they kept hit or villains, where they kept hitting random, and that's where they ended up with the win. I like coats. And that was, that's, a, that's where they were. They so how could Batman not look to his rain like soul? Because your Gordon didn't want to find the crooked stole Bruce Wayne's bicycle had a wicker basket of bees on it. I have them myself during a board meeting. Oh God, not the bees! All right, the uh. So this is a great art with some great action in it. A lot of action lines, but it really works for the scenes. Uh That's where he's finding Gunsmith, who likes the Second Amendment, which makes him a bad guy. But he's also an assassin, so there's that too. But they always make sure that everyone knows that he, you know. He loves America and murder. Yeah. <laughs> uh. He loves America as a job. He murders as a hobby. <laughs> and he makes guns. So he's bad. He's a gunsmith. He has certifications in multiple states. Uh, but Batman and Catwoman don't actually see each other in anywhere in this issue. But they're still kind of working together. But they're still kind of at odds. Um. Batman's trying to round up Riddler, but to get to him, he has to, he has to stop Mr. Teeth, who's another creepy assassin. Um, basically, you tell T- uh, James the fourth loves horror comics because there's all these horror elements he's putting into there. Uh, but the big story is that as they're trying to meld all these different storylines together is at the end, Joker, like makes a phone call to his new girlfriend. To set up something at the Wade Manor because he knows Batman's secret identity. That was revealed years ago, but now he's using that information to get a Batman because he feels he has to. So he calls up Punchline, who is super hyped and looks like that. That that's Punchline because minimal effort at the clown thing, I guess. You know, it's like she a neo punk. Geisha? It's like she's waiting for her Suicide Girls photo shoot. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just really kind of sad. But everyone's super hyped about her first appearance. I'm going to show it to you. You still there? That's it. That's the first appearance. Oh, okay. That's the first appearance. Oh, there you go. Try not to be blown away. You see her holding a phone. Oh. I don't think that counts as first appearance. I mean, Hulk 181 is the first appearance of Wolverine. Even though in Hulk 180, you actually see Wolverine show up in the last panel. But 181 is the first appearance. So if you think this is the first appearance, I'm going to have to argue 90 is going to be the first appearance. Because right now, that's just a really emaciated, creepy-looking Joker making a phone call to... Mm. I don't know, a strip club with someone with bad aesthetics. You know, it's just... Mm. That's the only reason this book is sold out ever. It's on, it's going to be a second printing already. And it reminds you of Domino, yeah. Without the face, without the makeup, yeah. I mean, if you take that costume without Rouge the clown makeup, yeah. If you take red, out the clown yeah. makeup, it looks like generic '90s assassin girl. Mm. Actually, 2000s is assassin girl. You know, there's yeah nothing- with, with
1: the purple theme. I could see like a uh, an the the Asian Psylocke.
0: Yeah 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 it's not very but you know you don't want to be too judgy on it we'll see how the character actually is but Mm. the way it's being hyped people are expecting her to be the next harley quinn you know that's why this book is sold out everywhere and on ebay let's check a current ebay price let's do that just for amusement let's do that right now ebay and let's look up batman 89. Uh, here's one for $75 yep 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 uh, let's see what else we got second printing is, is about $10 mm. uh, this one's $11 two days left on it so Look, prices is already falling wait wait
1: yeah how much Uh, how much is it brand new is like 275
0: 325 something like that what is it's it? uh I think four bucks three bucks three and a half three bucks okay
1: three three for 350
0: yeah i say 350
1: but yeah they're, the second they're, printing is 10 11 dollars yeah on That's ebay cool. yeah right.
0: and i see a lot to, generally you're going for there's some people trying to get 75 34 generally it's going around 20 bucks yep that was 50 zero bids But yeah, people who got that sold on eBay immediately. four twenty-five dollars 25 there. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of suckers are... Well, they're suckers. (laughs) Yeah. $20, one bid. $37. Ooh. 25 bids. Why does that have 25 bids? Oh, because it's almost over. This one has a printing error. $200, 15 bids. Ooh. Oh, Uh, my God. I predict in one year it'll be worth $2 because no one will care. Everyone's trying to get on board the Harley Quinn train when that train is gone. All right. It's not happening again. Harley Quinn was made popular before she was ever in the comics by the animated series. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen again. I, Mm-mm. it is a possible this character could somehow be fantastic, but just like we've seen with River Williams, uh, Being Ironheart, that book went for 40 bucks for three days for like a week. Now it's, you know, five. You know, the issue where Captain America went Hail Hydra. That was like a $40 book for a week. Now it's like three. So if you're a sucker and you like being a sucker, get that book immediately. Why does Joker look like Joan Rivers? Because Joker is Joan Rivers. You didn't know that? It's a secret. Joan Rivers didn't die. Joan Rivers. just That does actually look a lot like Joan Rivers. I can't argue with that. With like a 1980s haircut. Like a cyberpunk 80s haircut. Yeah, it definitely does look like Joan. Anyway, that's how this artist does, Joker. That's just a thing. So, is this book any good? That's the question. It's alright. Uh, it's trying to be a mystery story. It's actually trying to do more than it actually can pull off. It like has tried to tell like a big complicated mystery story, but the mystery's never been established well enough for you to care. Mm. Like there's this nebulous: did the designer know something? Then he shows up looking like he just walked out of a thrift store. Um, you know, what was the name of that rapper who uh who had that store song about "I'm popping tags, uh, I'll wear your grandpa's clothes." I yeah. have no idea. Oh my gosh. Anyway, he has to about going to thrift stores. That's what he looks like. And it's just it's hard to take him seriously. And then the over and that was should have been hyped. Because he's been like the mastermind of this whole thing for the past what ten issues. And his first appearance should have been a big deal. But the big deal is like a cropped-in face shot of Joker's new punching bag. So yeah. Is it a good book? It's an okay book. Is it a great book? It's an okay book. And so it gets the okay seal of approval of two and a half stars. It's there you go. okay. It's okay. It's not bad. It actually could be, it actually has some fun moments, but it's not great. It's just okay. It's super overhyped. And only reason it's overhyped is, like I said, people want to be on the Harley train before it leaves the station. But this isn't the Harley train. The Harley train is gone, my friends. You should sell your book for 20 bucks. Ah. Uh, here's the secret, kids. I don't own this book. I had to read it online. Oh my god. I don't get Batman regularly because Batman has historically been bad for you. It's been okay. I mean, the Tom King stuff sucked, so I stopped buying it. I got a couple issues with the James Tinian run and they were okay. I really liked when Tinian was doing uh, Detective. That was really good. His Batman run to me has just been okay. So I have been getting it and then this happened I was like, I was kind of like, oh man, I need to get that book and I slapped myself a couple times and went, why? Just because every Bat nerd on the internet is going, oh my god! And I was like, yeah, oh my! No. No. Why do I care? I don't. I get it. I don't buy comic books for the collectability of them. That's a sucker's game. I buy books because I want to read them. There are times I'll know a book is going to be collectible for some reason. And I won't buy it just because it's not a book I normally read. And I wouldn't enjoy it. It's been a couple times I've passed of books. Now those books are actually kind of valuable. I kind of wish I had bought them. But in general, I don't care. I don't live I in the past. Yeah, I don't live in the past and stuff like that. I let it go because if I had bought that book, would I have then flipped it on eBay? No. It would just be sitting in a box for the theoretical date where I die and someone else sells it. You know? So, yeah. it does me no good. Two and a half stars! Batman 89 and Reflections Upon Life. So, what are your thoughts? What do you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Batman 89? Not the Michael Keaton film, but the Batman comic book. Any bets for how long it takes for Punchline to betray Joker? Asked Mar Hawkman. Uh, I give it two years. Is there a combo? The big deal is going to be when Punchline confronts Harley. Oh no! <laughs> is there a comic book or series you'd like me to review? Please let me know. And as long as Tom King doesn't write it, and John Romita Jr. doesn't draw it, because any book he starts drawing, I cancel. I no longer get Action Comics because John Romita Jr. is doing the art. I I no, no. If you like these reviews, be sure to like share. If you're a comic book friends. it really helps the channel. And every time you share, it annoys Tom King. So, yeah. yeah, really. He blocked us. So did Mark, did he? I know Mark Wade blocked us. Yep. Mark Wade doesn't appreciate us. Nope. But he sucks, so I don't care. Subscribe to Legion Myth for anime, comics, and games. Be a Legionnaire. It's outside to pick a winner. Is that time? It is that right. time.
1: Well anyone who wants to come in who wasn't in before, type in exclamation point, what is it? Tower. Tower, exclamation point, tower, and you can get your very own copy.
0: Duncan predicts the punchline will become the next bad girl. You know what? In the long haul, it's probably right. you yeah. I get that. I get that. So we will go ahead
1: and close our entries in five,
0: four, three, two. So contact close contact
1: we're gonna pick a winner contact who do you think is gonna win
0: i predict duncan idaho will win duncan idaho he predicts duncan idaho survey says my fault is ah, the winner. my predictions have been 100 accurate in their wrongness yep <laughs> yes congratulations my fault you have won the deadly tower of monsters you should enjoy that Congratulations! And if you don't enjoy it, I blame Max Leo. That's right, as you should. Congrats, congrats. Okay,
1: let's rename this. What are you doing? I have to rename the Amazon after for the Amazon giveaway. Trying to start the RNG. Well, the the, the Amazon giveaway Wait. is coming first, right? Not according to this. Oh no, it's not in there.
0: You want to just do it?
1: Yeah, we'll just. We'll, hang on. I gotta. I gotta get exclamation point contact. It's the moment.
0: It's the feeling. Yeah, we don't even have a slide for that. If you,
1: uh, if you un. Ooh, our producer messed up. I know. No, 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 no. It's not completely his fault. We, no, we I looked it this. over too. Okay, you say this. But uh, if you unpresent, I can fix it. If you
0: want to. All right, everyone, close your eyes. Everyone, close your eyes. All right, all right. Don't look at the screen. Don't look at the screen. Are you looking at the screen? Stop looking at the screen. I can give them a full screen of you.
1: No. Yeah. No. That would be. <laughs> that would bring people I, away, wouldn't
0: it? I, I give them a full screen of me. I can give them a full. Oh, I know. I know what I should have done. I should have done a full screen of uh when you're Dragon Ball Z clips. There you go. That'd have been better. It's too late now. All right, we're ready. We're ready. I tried about to do it. Just figured out how to do that. I gotta go find the thing. Rebuilding. <laughs> Making sausage here on the Legion of Myth. Go back one. It's time for the subscriber giveaway! Woo! There you go. Let's start this giveaway. Subscribers only! Exclamation point Amazon. Oh, wait. No, I gotta close it. You're right. Subscriber only. I screwed it up see after all that
1: after all that i got to restart it because it is subscriber only advanced subscriber only there we go
0: no it's not subscriber only
1: Ah! oh we're gonna see the bitch slap again no you you, don't even see contact no you don't
0: well they don't want to show it that's true my fault's mad at you now oh Alright. Alright, you're done? I'm okay. done. Okay, let's start. Pro streamer. Pro streamer. Boom,
1: there we go. Pro streamer, people. Pro streamer. There it is. Exclamation point Amazon. This is for subscribers only. I checked. That's twice. right. Twice. For every five entries, we give away an extra card. We've already got an extra card.
0: That's amazing. You might have two.
1: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let's try to get we We've got cat. eight. Two more. Two more. Oh, two we have, more. And we'll give away. Okay, no. Five is one. Two more we'll give away two. Two more we'll give away two, according to the uh the 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 new slide. So five have entered, that means we're giving away one. One more Falcon Center just went in. One more. Oh, enters, one more, one more. We give away two. One more subscribe Oh, there's Mar Hawkman. There it is. That's ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And ten. Yep. That's two cards, people. Two cards are being given away. We're gonna pick two winners. The, now the thing is, I have never picked two winners with this new Streamlab software. That's I true. don't know. I don't know if it will allow me, but we're gonna find out together.
0: Yes, that sounds lovely. Yeah. Ghost Kermit. Ghost Kermit. Hey, you guys. <laughs> you just saw Ghost Kermit? <laughs> yes, I did. That was funny. <laughs> Duncan screams. said <laughs> right, so that both cards belong to him.
1: Hey, it's possible. I mean, it's, it's also possible that it doesn't work.
0: You know, I don't know. Let's find out.
1: We'll cross that bridge together. If it goes on fire, we'll all die.
0: Yes, yes.
1: All right, do it. Well, no, we got to do it after the RNG.
0: Oh, after the RNG. Yes. He's a Beaker and Honeydew fan himself.
1: Yeah, fair. That's fair. We all float down here. (laughs) 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 That was bad, man. (laughs) That
0: was bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do this. People of planet Earth, join in hands with the conference of conclaves. Enjoy the psychic energies that verberate through you as we engage in the random number generator, where random things are discussed. If you like this random nerd content, be sure to like and subscribe. Yes. Yeah. All right. What are we talking about today, Mister Heathen Dog? Today
1: we're gonna to talk about DC Comics and some uh, recent turmoil they've had.
0: Yes, Dan Didio is out at DC Comics. He was asked very politely at 10, 10.30 a.m. on a Friday to uh, exit the building. And security helped him grab his stuff. Yeah, that was nice of them. Yeah, that was nice. All right, this was kind of a surprise to everyone, especially Dan Didio. Uh, <laughs> it was such a surprise to DC Comics that in general that it happened, that small teams were briefed and DC members who were out for panels at major conventions weren't told weren't told they were so like right before they went on stage and they just no showed a bunch of stuff because they couldn't answer questions they had no clue what was going on as so, a matter of
1: fact uh I, I think i think the the bleeding cool reported that uh a lot of people learned
0: from them right yeah a lot of the dc staff who found out found out by reading it on bleeding online, cool news. yeah, yeah online yeah. their report and they had a call and say is this true we're like well yeah it's kind of true it uh, was surprised most of the comic book industry people. Uh, Dan Didio did not have a bad reputation. Uh, there has been some talk that maybe he didn't hire enough women or something. Whatever. No, he, but, he backed the wrong horse is what happened. Well, the thing is, Dan Didio loved change. Uh, he was responsible for the New 52 in DC, yep. which was a disaster. He was Unmitigated just, disaster. Absolutely. Uh, he was responsible also for DC Rebirth, which was the apology for the New 52. And still not great, but at least to put things back to where it was. Mm-hmm. Um, the last Infinite Crisis event they had, Heroes in Crisis, that's all Dandidio. That's Ugh. all crap. Garbage. Um, he also was known for as someone who was a very my, his way or the highway kind of person. Yeah. Micromanager. Yeah, a bit of a micromanager. Yeah. Uh, he had weird policies in place, like he wouldn't let characters get married. Uh, like there was a... The writers of Batwoman... Uh, she was going to marry her girlfriend. And he told them straight up no. And they are like, got him of a dig. He's like, oh, is it because she's a lesbian? And he went, no, just no one's allowed to get married. It's not good comics. He wasn't responsible for everything Tom King did, but he was responsible, in a way, for the Batman-Catwoman marriage not happening. Yeah. Uh, he was known to interfere with storylines caused to be cut off midway he also was a huge fan of the fifth generation which is DC's they're supposed to start in March yeah it's going to be awful where they're that we've talked about it previously we have we
1: have and it was at the time you said we said it was like 50 50 it's a real gamble it has a small percentage chance to pay off real big but a larger
0: percentage chance to just fumble right Like, all... Basically, they're replacing Superman with his son. They're replacing Batman with his son. They're replacing all the mainstream DC heroes with junior versions of them. And the old guys are just gonna, I don't know, ass off to a retirement home and sip bat lattes or something. I don't know. They're gonna play bat shuffleboard on Krypton. (laughs) And that's what they're gonna do. There it is. Unless they have the city in the bottle, that would've been a better joke. Anyway. So... And the idea is, like, to reach out and get younger, you know, people of all the comics. just a hip new generation of heroes. Every time they try that, it fails. Uh, D- Marvel's tried it. DC's tried it in the past. Uh, he's also responsible for the big push they've had in DC, where they get, like, young adult authors to write young adult books about Huntress or young Batman or something. And those have been really successful. And every time they try to get one of those people to write comics, it's a disaster because they don't write comics. No,
1: they write young adult they, novels. That's right. what they're good at.
0: And they can write a young adult novel about a uh, young black canary, you know, learning how to fight. And, it's, you know, if it's, it works, it sells. But you get the same author to write a Black Canary comic and it's awful. I'm not saying that this has happened. The first part has happened. The second part, I don't know. But anytime they try and do that, it doesn't work. Now, other big names in the comic industry have been going to the publishers and distributors and the higher ups at AT AT&T who owns Warner Brothers, who owns DC and told them fifth generation is going to be a disaster. Already comic owners, comic shop owners are saying they don't want it. The comic shop owners are saying it's going to be a disaster because people who've bought Batman since they were three do not want to see some guy. They never heard of as Batman. They don't well. They've probably heard of They they people would be okay with Dick Grayson as Batman. I think. I think they would. Yeah, probably. But Dick Grayson has completely lost his memory and now goes by Rick, R I C, and he's like a superstar. Oh, spy. that's great, Rick with a C. That's R I C. That's how hick that, he is. That, that's not douchey at all. No, that is the douchiest possible choice of name they could have given him. Uh, Teen Titans are just yes. for a good way to get younger people to comics. Exactly, that's what they're for. Or like Superman Adventure, so that's what those books are for. Mm-hmm. Ugh, but Diddy was very much behind another big shakeup of the DC or since he loves big shakeups. And it looks like the people up toppy top have gotten cold feet about it. Good. Uh right now. It plans are still in place for fifth rush to happen, but it looks like already they're being changed. There's kind of buzz in the industry that you hear, like second source, where they're gutting major things that were supposed to happen already. They're made, doing, they're redoing whole books, mm-hmm. and because Diddy's out, me can't and he can't stop it anymore. Mark says, "X pages were good because it was a story arc and not the normal comics." Yes, it was a supposed to be like a joke. X pages pop up occasionally, but it's not like a regular book, Yeah. You know? So it's he, a novelty. It's a, a novelty, novelty, right? Yeah, and like having. A few issues where, like, for a while, Commissioner Gordon became Batman and during the Sider Capula run. And that was something that was awful. I thought it was awful at first. A few issues did, I got into it. And I was actually kind of sad when Batman came back because I thought that was actually turned out really cool. But in the end, I knew Bruce Wayne had to come back as Batman. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. All right. So, so th- this guy basically, I mean, uh, what what'd they say that he was fired for, it was uh, like fostering a poor work environment. Yeah, they said they, said they like fostered
0: that. a poor work environment because he was known as a micromanager. Right, right. But
1: really, I would have fired him a long time ago for not not doing a good enough job. I mean, yeah, DC Comics sales
0: have done nothing but go down.
1: I know, nothing but go down. New 52, disaster. Rebirth, didn't recover it.
0: Well, just stopped the bleeding. But every time they do one of those major events, the books sell. Yeah, because people buy it's, major events still. The
1: initial suckers. books sell, and then everything else tanks. Right. Like, the right. week after, the month after, whatever tanks. And then, uh, like like you said, the uh, the uh, uh, heroes in crisis. That was. That a, was Oh awful. my
0: god, that was awful. It was it was a slow motion train wreck. And that was also something that Tom King said. It was as bad as it was because. The editorial staff kept changing what was supposed to happen. He wanted other stuff to happen, which we explained was still god awful. But the edit, but the uh, him, Dan Didio, made him change how some stuff worked, which made it worse.
1: Yeah, it would I mean, never have when been good. when you as when you as upper management step in and change the writer's words, you have now released that writer from all responsibility. You've done it. You've put all the spotlight on yourself. In a lot of ways, yeah. And and he's so arrogant, he thought he couldn't fail. And the spotlight is where he wanted to be. Well, guess what? The spotlight's following you all the way to the unemployment line.
0: Well, the thing is, though, a lot of... When he the announcement of his being let like, go, happened, a lot of the comic book creators uh, tweeted, and usually, if the guy's kind of you know, really scummy, there'll be a lot of tweets like, good, I'm glad he's gone. But no wonder really, there's a couple of guys tweeting that, oh, he was a dick and he screwed me over and he just couldn't work for him because he would change your work all the time. But most of it was, oh, man, he actually even took a chance on me when no one else would. Or, yeah, I fought with him, but he was always fair. So there's a couple of guys who were very foreign, but most of them were you know, yeah, mostly positive, you know, you know, mostly, you know, three star, you know, ratings. Very few people were like very against, which is interesting. Um so I There obviously the there were personality of, conflicts with what he was doing.
1: Yeah, I mean in the last couple of months there've been uh there've been uh editorial staff have left DC. Yeah, Jim Shooter was awesome Ravenslayer. Um Pat uh, Pat McCollum, Alex Antone, Molly Mahan, Mahan, yep. sorry, yep. uh Rob Levin. All of them left in the last few months. And it's re- it was reported. I don't know how re- how right this is, but it was reported it was because this this guy was just too much yeah. in their in their junk.
0: Yeah, he he was a micromanager. He couldn't deal with him. Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, and you can't really say DC Comics has flourished under his leadership. You cannot no. say that. No, it's wilted. It's uh, wilted. It seems like they're always trying to chase the next big event and not actually build solid characters or books. Right. And he, but he is in his way, trying to innovate by shaking things up. It just never works.
1: Right. But he, he's under the impression that, uh, a a relationship with the viewer is made with the, with explosions. It's not a relationship with, with the viewer is made by, by writing good, uh, good panels between the action. That's where it actually is. Right, he just doesn't get that. He's 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 the he's the the Michael Bay of comic editors. I mean, oh, if we'd put enough explosions and flash and flame, no one will realize it has no
0: substance. No, yeah, yeah, could be. Everyone's going to. Could be. So I don't know what to say about it. It's interesting that it happened, but I don't know what it says about the future of DC. They haven't announced plans to replace him with anyone. So right now, Jim Lee is the head. Yeah, by himself, and. Jim Lee, as much as I love him as an artist, he's a pretty good creative type. I don't know how he is as an editor so much. I mean, he's been co editor in this, but Dan Diddy has based been the main force. Yeah. But if you look at his writing, his writing's always kind of kind of lame. If you look at the cool. books he's written. But maybe he has some really good ideas. You know I what? I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe he'll do this. It's like, hey, I'm not strong
1: at the micromanage thing. I'm gonna jump I'm gonna step back. I hired you hired you guys were hired for a reason. I'm gonna let you do your thing, and maybe maybe this this train will straighten out.
0: Yeah, it could be, could be. Yeah. So, is this a good thing that he's gone? I over under. I think it says yes. Yeah, I'm not sure. Sometimes you need someone who's a jerk to make things happen. Maybe. But maybe you had the wrong jerk. Yeah, we've all had those bosses that were
1: were just over your shoulder all the time and actually reduced your productivity because you're freaking out.
0: I've almost quit jobs uh, because of that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But yeah, so Dan Didio is gone. It's probably better for DC overall. But we shall see. Uh, Fifth generation is still happening. But let's see how it gets neutered. Maybe. Mm. No, it's still there. It's, yeah, it's there, but... They've already been hyping it. So the books... Books come out next month. They're already in the pipeline. All right. Uh, a lot of these storylines you see in these books, like the way they're trying to wrap things up, like you saw it in Batman 89. They're trying to wrap stuff up real fast before fifth-generation hits. Right. And you can't say 5G anymore. They don't want that. Why not? They
1: because that's that? the oh. new phone
0: service happening. So it's fifth-generation. Oh, generation. fair. Fair. Okay. Uh, the reason I chose this picture is because it's Dan Didio in front of the fifth-generation timeline. Yes. So... That's his big baby. And what's funny is the time this picture was taken, no one knew what that was behind him.
1: Yeah, if the the cameraman just panned a little bit to the right and took a picture, uh, a high-definition picture, it would have had the whole plan.
0: Yeah, if they had known what it was, they they thought it was like release schedules for books, and that's kind of what it is, but kind of more. Mm -hmm. So, finally, it's with opinion. Probably good for DC, but we'll see. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed this RNG where we talked about this incredible stuff. It's uh, interesting what's happening. We will see what happens in the future. And we'll keep you abreast of the situation. What are your thoughts on this segment? What do you think of Dan Didio leaving D.C.? Did we miss anything important? We probably did. Let us know what was important that we missed. Have you met Dan Didio? Did you have Lasagna with him once in the the Italian quarter? And do you know that he's a stand-up guy who always pays for other people's tequila? Let us know. Is there a Nerd Top you'd like us to discuss? If you like these random segments, be sure to like and share this video with your fellow nerds because sharing is caring. Subscribe do the with for anime, comic games, and other random stuff. Be a Legionnaire. Time to pick a winner. Time yeah. to pick a winner
1: D. Let, let me do another count. Let's do a count. All right. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Still 10. Still 10, but that's okay. That's good.
0: That's that two gives, cards. That
1: gives away two. It gives away two cards. We're happy about that. All right.
0: to yeah, close the entries. Oh. Say, yeah, yeah Razor. Jim's Lee is still at DC. He's still doing pretty well there, apparently. He's very well liked and appreciated. He's closed. I'm
1: going to pick a winner.
0: But What's funny is now. you mentioned Jim Shooter. You can still find Jim stuff Shooter where is. all these creative types just send this nasty letters to Marvel about how you are shooting yourself in the foot getting rid of Jim Shooter. He was very well loved. They probably did make the or Jim Shooter. He was a good guy. All right. Cool. Pick it. Pick right.
1: them winners. the winners. The first winner, maybe only winner. I don't know. First winner is going to be...
0: Wait, wait. Garth, I, make your prediction. With my amazing predictions that are always wrong, I yes. pick Baldahar. Baldahar means you will not win
1: unless it's opposite day. Let's find out. Falcon's lands. Lantern. Falcon's Lantern
0: won the first card. Congratulations. Alright. I okay. still know I'll pick the winner. Hopefully pick the winner, second uh, the winner. Second yes, one. I can
1: pick I think I can pick another winner. I think I can.
0: Alright, let, let me see who Let's it see is. Let me see who it is. Who it is. I Pax Federatica. No. Nope, nope. Pax wins. I was gonna choose my well, I was gonna choose Pax. So I was right. There you go. It. There you go. You were right.
1: You were right. There it is.
0: Uh actually I was gonna say Zon. So Oh, <laughs> oh that's too bad. <laughs> Congratulations, to those who won! Good going with your excellent skills being chosen by a random number generator. Boom. There it is. It's not it. Woo! Thank you very much, Zahn, for cheering. Outstanding. Cheering those people Thank who you. won. Thank you, Zahn, so much. Cheer them on. Thank you, everyone. All right, let's get going. Thanks for hanging out with us. We really do appreciate it. Hope you had a good time. And don't forget, 20th of February, 2020, 8 p.m. Central. Start spreading the news. Make sure to share with your friends or enemies. Look for it as Garth that looks at the new Spider-Woman comics that's coming Yes, Spider-Woman's getting a reboot. She's getting rid of her terrible costume for a new terrible costume. But it's less terrible. Uh, Star Trek Adventures, the system. Ooh, yeah, Ooh, there it is. How the game works. That's how it works. We're gonna have a giveaway of Robothorium, which is a strategy game like was turn-based. It has a mixed reaction, but Max likes it, which means you like it too. <laughs> oh wait, no. That's supposed to be a good laugh. Dang. Ha <laughs> ha. There it, it is. Th- that's not really good laugh either. Ho, ho, oh, good. Good ho, ho, you like it too. Ho, ho, ho. That that wasn't a good laugh. Anyway, no, that was weird. We don't have a good laugh. Between us, we do not have a good laugh.
1: No, we don't. Why are you not we're
0: both, working? We're both too dirty inside. We're all darkness. Sunday, 9 p.m. Lunar Silver Star Story with Garthon, as we try to fix the f ups we made in the universe. And we get the dragons. We got the dragon knight because we're going to be cool. There it is. Monday, 10 a.m. Seven Days to Die from Heathen Dog with Elizabeth yeah. members. My fault, Sherris. Ooh. 8 p.m. Dead by Daylight with my fault, Sherris and Sauce Mouse and Heathen Dog. Yes.
1: Uh, the, the the Seven Days to Die is no longer my fault. She got a new job in a. Oh, that's right. Statute. It just yeah. I saw it on the thing. Yeah, I know you did. I know you did.
0: Ten AM, Wednesday and Friday, seven days to die. Thursday, eight thirty, leads with team up Garth on Heathen Dogs, Dead by Daylight. Heathen Dog convinced me to play it, and I played it, and it was fun. And so we shall play that for a while. Yay. Yay, is that too much Dead by Daylight? Are you gonna be Dead by Daylight than doubt Mr. Heather Dog?
1: I don't think so. I really don't. Just uh, because we're playing we're playing with subscribers.
0: Yeah. Playing we get with like, viewers. If we get a few more people yeah. in there, then we'll be able to uh have we fully get, private games.
1: we get one more person per day, we can have fully private games and trade off being the killer. That would, but, that would be ideal. My fault is assisting,
0: but off-stream. That's true. Yes, that is true. That is true. Saturday, 8 p.m. The Legion with live stream. Be there as we talk about comic books, RPGs, video games, other nerd stuff. Sierra says even for Monday night. I don't care. I'm not there. I'm busy Monday nights. Sunday, you with two, the deuce. Nothing. Deal with it. Good Leashed with one. Wednesday and Friday at noon, it's Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky for the year of the JRPG from Max Leo. He's having a good time playing that game, so you should have a good time with him. And Don't for Forget, good times. And Thursday, 11 a.m., Noro and Max Leo play Portal Knights together, where Noro torments Max for the amusement of others and herself. Twitch, YouTube, and social media. Twitch.tv slash Legion of is our primary channel. Anime, comics and games, Heathen Dogs, team-ups, Garthons, retro games. Legion of 2, The Deuce. The second channel, which makes it year of the JRPG. Noro's Variety Streams. And every thousand bits they get in donations is a game giveaway! YouTube slash Legion of Myth. Individual Legion with weekly livestream segments, highlighted video game streams, and recorded tabletop videos. So check that out. Good times... Twitter, at with Tweet us, we'll tweet you. And what will we tweet you? Live video and live stream announcements, giveaway updates, and things of that nature. And join us on Discord, where we chat, we talk, we rap, we share funny pictures of each other. I might put a picture of Kermit up there. Who knows? Wacky Things on Discord. Here's Baldahar's sexy anime. That's a fun channel. Check that out. And we're looking for 1,500 YouTube subscribers! Help us out. Subscribe and share. If we do that, I will do a kooky dance for you. All new Legion with Gear, impress your friends, intimidate your enemies, and find love in your Legion with Gear. Shop dutchspreadshirt.com slash Legion of Fit. Thank you to our Patreons, Gary M., Brian H. sheriff Thank you so much, we really do appreciate it. Top of the cheers from Zahn in Twitch. Thank you, Zahn. Thank you, Jamie Dan, Sean Butts. Everyone, Ooh, thank you. It's your contributions that keep us going and keep this madness rolling. That's why we can have our giveaways. We really do appreciate it. Thank you, everyone. We really do appreciate you. And remember, where Sense he might start streaming his play of the Bard's Tale, where we have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great Diaryl little Novel.